Welcome everyone to LGA, that is Lit Gaming Arena, for those of you who don't know. We got Jersey Justin on the nabs. Hey. Hey. And we got Cockroach Frost over here. Being a cockroach. You gotta stomp out all these cockroaches. Let's get to it! <laughs> Alright, and welcome to the LGA podcast, everybody. Uh, I want to remind you that we have social media. Ever hear of it? Go follow ours. Lit Gaming Arena everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just search for us on Google. You'll find everything because we're like the only entries on Google because we are the best at SEO. That's that's the, that's the That's basically it right there. Do I have other stuff? Yes, I do. I have the website, LitGamingArena.com. Go there where we post all of our articles and episodes as well as, um, and you can find a link to the Discord at chat.LitGamingArena.com, which is also on the website. Everything's on the website. Are you getting the trend here? Everything is LitGamingArena. Just go there. Go do everything. Follow us. Rate the podcast. Do all, all of it. All of it. Message me on Twitter. That's fun. I like I like talking to people. Do you like talking to people, Frost? Yeah, I do. Well, talk to me about new Contrary games. Contrary to popular belief, I actually like talking. Well, talk to me about new games. Uh, I can do that. What's coming out? Uh, April Fool's Day, so this entire podcast is actually just a giant April Fool's joke. Ha! Well, the fact that we're the Boston legal cast, that's the <laughs> fool's joke. <laughs> so... On April 1st to the 7th, that's the week we're doing. Good job there. There's nothing except for on April 5th, Super Dragon Ball Heroes World Mission on PC and Switch. And that's it. That's all you get. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. All right. Uh, there's also games with gold and PlayStation Plus if anybody cares. April 1st, Fullest, the Technomancer. Yep. I don't know what that entails, but there you go. Seems like a decent game. Uh, I don't know. I guess uh, there's a lot to be there's a lot to be unpacked just by the name. <laughs> Star Wars Battlefront Two on April sixteenth. Outcast Second Contact. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter Two on the Xbox three sixty. PlayStation Plus The Surge and Conan Exiles. That's it. All right. It's so riveting. That was the <laughs> best segment from segment. LGA Podcast. The You're best segment. welcome. Best segment. You're welcome. So. Anyone, On to you. Any, anyone play games? Anyone play some games? I played games. What was it? I played Apex. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Apex. Um... I actually haven't gotten the battle pass because I was expect I was I was hoping the rumors were true that you would get the free character with the first battle pass, but you don't. So I was like, well, I mean, I don't play like I as much as Apex is the only game I play, I don't play games enough for me to like advance in a like battle pass type thing where people are saying it seems like it takes kind of a while to level up in it to where like it seems like you have to play a lot in order to get any levels in the battle pass so i'm like i don't know if i it's worth it for me to spend the money and then 
like maybe get to like level five by the end by the end of like the 90 days so mm-hmm. i don't know might not be for me because i don't i'm not as hardcore of enough gamer i guess to to get very far in it i wouldn't even say a hardcore enough gamer that's complete i, I would you, you. It's almost like you you could barely classify as a gamer to begin with. Yeah, well, I run a video game podcast. <laughs> the Boston totally, Legal Podcast. You're, you're totally qualified to do this because you play so many video games. I have a fun story to share about Apex Legends. I played it today for the first time, and I had no idea what I was doing. I hate online multiplayer games and I suck at shooters. So obviously this was a great choice for me. I was trying to entertain some company and boy, howdy did I entertain some company <laughs> because I ended up starting as jump master, which was like, what do I do? I don't fucking know what I'm supposed to do. So all of my team abandoned ship because obviously I'm a terrible leader and I don't know what I'm fucking doing. So they like veered off to the left and I was like don't leave me I don't know what I'm doing so I tried to follow them and as soon as I hit the ground I got shot but I was like well this was fun I'm never gonna play this game again 100% sorry Justin I made an ass out of your character for like 10 seconds you gotta ruin my ranking I know (laughs) I'm gonna ruin all 26 of your kills yep since I'm I'm already talking I could uh, talk about other video games. You that said I entertaining company, and I wasn't here, so <laughs> you're the only company we ever get. I that's mean, that's that's was true. What I was under the impression of, I guess I'll just pack my things and go. <laughs> you, Marcus, you always have a special place on our couch. There's, there's, you know, nobody can replace that butthole seat. You have a special place inside. Our I knew couch. this was the casting couch. <laughs> when we, when I always wondered why it was a black sofa. You're gonna get buried in the couch, Marcus. That's good. This is gonna be your coffin. <laughs> uh, I also played some other games. I think I'm more entertaining than everybody in the room today. I played What Happened to Edith Finch. Oh, that game's great. Yeah? That game's I have, great. I, I, I got to the part where it's the little girl that's trapped in the room and she's going through this dream. And I had how, to turn it off. Because how did you not beat it in one sitting? I had to turn it off because, again, the company that was around was like, I got a migraine. I got a headache. I'm motion sick. Well, that's weird. That game's so good. I want to play more of it, and I haven't been able to pick it up since then. So I'm looking forward to being able to just sit down and play it. The house is the coolest. Yeah, it is kind of weird. It's uh, I'm, I'm, We just walled up the rooms. I, when people... When people go, we just wall off the I know. I was <laughs> like, they don't exist a, anymore. This is such a weird concept. We and leave everything as is and we just wall it. It's one of those games where you're kind of <laughs> expecting it to be a horror game, but then it's it not. But is. it kind of but it kind of spooks you anyway. It kind of is a horror game. Is it really? I it don't know anything is. about it. I love walking into games 100% blind, so don't tell me anymore. I'm already disappointed. That Edith you told Finch me it was is like a, a 10 out of 10. It's like a perfect game. Good. Perfect game. It's pretty close. It's one of the most interesting games I've played. Wow. I am super extra excited now having heard that. (sighs) Obviously, if it gets a 10 out of 10 from Marcus, everybody should fucking play it. It's a great game. It's got a lot of interesting little things in it. It's a good narrative game. What else? 
Did you play Frost? Well, thank you for asking, Frost. Well, yeah, just keep going. <laughs> we never left you. Yeah. Well, you... No, I was just, <laughs> I, I was being funny. I wasn't being derogatory about that. My apologies if I sounded derogatory. She hates this podcast. My general natural state of being is derogatory. That's just whether I want it to be or not. That's just me. I also played or replayed or revisited, if you will, Mass Effect 2 <laughs> uh, after I tried to revisit Dragon Age 2. The last best Mass Effect game. Because <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't. Like, I'm pretty sure Mass Effect 2 came out before Dragon Age 2, and that game aged wonderfully. But Dragon Age 2 was like, like, I felt like a moron running around in it. But. I don't know. I like to call this my my pilgrimage. I always have to make a Mass Effect pilgrimage every once in a while. <laughs> Your Mass Effect pilgrimage. <laughs> Except for I skipped the first game because that one's actually really short and I don't really need to play it because there's just it's just build up. It's just concept building that I already know about Mass Effect. Anyway, that's all I have. How about you, Marcus? On me, I, what you um, got, boy? Pass. It's you haven't played pass. anything. What? Oh, I've played plenty of stuff, but pass. What? Oh. <laughs> I, I don't have. <laughs> that must be a game. No, no, I didn't play a game. You're all all about them, them overtime hours. No, I played uh, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. Got any questions about that? I heard how many it's times hard. did Is you it die really twice? Hard? Well, you can always die twice. Um, <laughs> I died a lot more than that, but you can on a single go, you well, can die twice. Well, so oh, okay, so you like get back yeah, then, like and then you got mechanic. okay. Yeah, when you die, you get a revive. Sometimes you can get two. How far are you in it? I, th- I'm like half to th- two thirds. I'm like I'm pretty far. How was that? Uh, it? That that giant snake thing. That's like in the beginning of the game. Is it okay? I wasn't. I was worried because I when you, when I was talking to you about it last, I was worried about bringing that up because I was like I've seen stuff about it, but I knew, no, like, that's you, like right in the beginning. Yeah. Like you, you said you like barely had started the game, and I was like, well, I don't want to spoil anything because I know you're playing it. And- well, you can kind of do things in a different order, but I killed the ogre. They, uh, how do I say this? You. You can eavesdrop on guys and stuff, and they'll kind of give you, like, hints of what to do. And they kept talking about, like, oh, the ogre's, like, the red eyes, he's afraid of fire. So I assumed I needed the flamethrower, but I didn't find a flamethrower, so I just ended up killing him, like, brute forcing him. Oh, God. And then I found out that there's, like, you kind of, you jump between the past and the present, in a way, at least at one point. So you go back into the past, and and that's, I didn't know that at the time, because one of the guys I talked to was, like, Ah, the the he talked about the little flame thing, and he was just like, "I had it when you first met me," and I was like, "This is my first time meeting you." And he was <laughs> like, "No, we've met once before, but you kind of have amnesia." So I had to go back, and then I well, then I found the flamethrower. Okay, go back to the but, future. But I had already killed the ogre, so I didn't really. Oh, I mean, you could still use it. I just like I didn't. Ha- that fight was probably harder for me than it needed to be. <laughs> I just I I mean, I've seen a couple videos on it because I mean. Games like Sekiro are not games for me. I'm not. I'm not about about them. As much as and I die in video games, I don't know if I could die twice. Well, and there's <laughs> a confusing thing a little bit. Like I, I don't know how to word this because there's. I didn't consider the ogre a boss, but I see a lot of people are. So I count him as like a mid boss. 
they're kind of I count them now I, I kind of see them as world bosses because there's always these guys out in the wild like the ogre that they take two killing blows or they have two health bars in essence um, they have two health bars but you can get a killing blow by breaking the posture of said enemy so in a lot of ways when you're fighting like other dudes with swords or other samurai slash ninjas you can break their poise but it feels like a real sword fight um and because it's real quick like blocking 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 and then all of a sudden you just get that killing blow and kill them instantly Um, so is it like fairly accurate to how a feudal japan sword fight really would be it feels that way huh interesting because it looked like it would totally just be 100 percent not accurate just because it's just one of those Dodge, roll, hit, dodge, roll, hit, cling, repel. It's, no, it's not about dodging. Huh. I guess um, I, 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 I don't know that's anything Dark about Souls. it. Dark Souls yeah, is Yeah, that's more... what I thought it would be like, because it's... See, ha, 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 the for cup? the most part, Dark Souls focuses on dodging and attacking, like, at opportune times. But there, it, Dark Souls does have repose, so you can counterattack. But that's the difference where this is like solely focused on counters because you if you pull your guard at the exact right moment, you can get an instant killing blow on certain enemies. Not that doesn't count the like mini bosses or world bosses or whatever you want to call these things, because that just if you do that, it just damages their their poise or posture. It's it's technically posture in the game, but poise and posture (laughs) are kind of the same thing. Poise was in Dark Souls, though. But it will disrupt that or add to that bar um, if you get those precisely timed blocks. But yeah, it's mostly doing those blocks is really effective. And then also kind of like keeping the heat on and just trying to break that posture. It sounds like a heart attack the game because that's exactly what I'm not good at is being quick enough to do a counter attack. Well, and Uh, then you can die like in two hits. Like almost anything can kill you in two hits. You know what would be really funny about the the die twice part is that you come back, but you actually don't get to play and your character just stands there and you get to eat. And that's the (laughs) die twice. You just get to die twice. (laughs) I mean, sometimes you come back and get killed like (laughs) immediately. It's sometimes pretty hard. And or you if get, they just like replayed like your failure. <laughs> you just get to watch it. You get to just watch whop, it. Whop. But you get overwhelmed real easy in this. Like, like being overwhelmed in this can be just, oh, you got three guys on you. That's like being yeah. overwhelmed because everything it's not hits like Shadow of Mordor hard. where you can have a million people on you. And yeah, it's, it's like it's still an unfair fight for them. Yeah, this is like overwhelming is just like having sometimes even two guys can be overwhelming depending on what type of unit it is. But sounds like a Souls game. <laughs> probably one of the coolest things this game has is it's a fairly early on skill you can get called the Makiri counter. And what that does is like certain enemies will have a charging attack like a thrust. And if you dash towards them instead of away from them, you will step on their weapon and that gives you a killing blow. That's which dope. Is pretty fuck. cool. And it's all like really fast combat when you're doing a lot of that stuff. So it's like High like I said, it's that it's that instantaneous snappiness of something like like you would see in actual sword fighting. Um but a lot of the these world bosses can be quite difficult. But back to your thing about the snake is the snake's like right after the ogre. 
Oh, okay. There's like a, there's the ogre and then there's kind of this other pool of units and there's another like one of these world bosses, but you can skip him if you really wanted. I, I cleared out that whole area and then I went on to the snake, which is right after that. But you, there's a little path off to the side and it's like, beware of the headless. Well, you know, of course I didn't listen to that and I go over there, you know, I'm just... I'm grappling to all these tree branches, which that's a really cool thing is how the grappling arm works. Oh, okay. But I'm just grapple hooking from these tree branches, and I see this little cliff thing below me, and I was like, well, I could probably jump to that, but I didn't know it, because it's quite the fall, so I was like, I don't know if I can, you know, hold on to this ledge, like grab this ledge as I'm falling, because it's a pretty long fall. If I thought maybe the impact would be too much for my guy's fingers. Yeah. But anyway, I managed to grab on this ledge, and then I shimmy across, and I go in this cave, Lo and behold, there's the the headless. Um, you get like this status debuff that makes you like walk in there, and you can't really jump. And right. so you're walking, and he's just teleporting around, being a dick. I managed to get out of there, um, <laughs> but it was scary. So I, I still haven't gone back to see if I can fight him, but I don't think I can. God, he there's probably something cool in there. He looked. He was just so scary. I just left. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. Yeah, and, I, and then I. So I killed I killed all these guys and then encountered the headless and before I did the snake part I went through the portal of the past and then I cleared that area before going back and then doing the snake but technically the snake's pretty early on and it's not it's not really a huge deal um I've seen a lot of people seem to struggle with it but it's like you're he's scary but you just yeah. kind of walk by him he's gigantic he's, I thought that like the technical part of the snake was pretty kind of cool like how in video games everybody's usually more or less the same size as you i mean obviously but he's like, big it, with the exception of like games like shadow of the colossus but it kind of reminded me of the uh the world serpent from god of war that's what I was, the other thing i was gonna say kind of like god of war because not many games have gigantic enemies and you think about like having to code for a game where there's like this gigantic character having to traverse the same ter- terrain that you're going through and being able to do it without just glitching all over the place. So like seeing like a like an enormous snake just kind of slithering around the mountains and <laughs> just kind of floating through the air like that. I thought that was pretty cool to see. Yeah. That then, sounds pretty cool. And then I didn't consider the first boss, which is until after the snake, because then there's another after the snake, there's another little pool of guys. And uh then you jump over this part of the wall and you're on this battlefield and then a guy comes riding in with a massive spear <laughs> and that's the guy I consider the first boss. Okay. But for the most part, I, I've i seen other people online consider the ogre or some of these other, like once again, like guys I consider world bosses as the actual first boss. But it's hard to say. I, I I almost don't consider it a boss unless it fog gates you in and you can't run. Oh, okay. That's kind that of my sense. my thing is being like you can't because these other guys you can like you can just run away and yeah and you can get sneak attacks on them so you can get that that's probably the biggest change in this versus souls like aside from that this is definitely more focused on the killing blows and the instantaneous aspect is sneaking around. Like, you you can get sneak attacks in Dark Souls, but it's definitely not a focus. This, it's like, it almost reminds me of Metal Gear, how much I'm just, like, sneaking around and stabbing people and picking them off. They they vamped up the stealth aspect. Yeah, and, like, 
literally just hiding in bushes and picking guys off and stabbing them. Well, you're a ninja, aren't you? Yes. Yes. So it makes like, it makes like, sense. That's the it's point. just you, yeah. It's just coming from the Souls team. Yeah. I didn't know how much that would be a focus. That's like me in the Batman games. Like I always like tried to do as many stealth kills as possible in those yeah, games. Yeah, that's what I love about the Spider-Man game too. Even with like those boss dungeons, I always try to do stealth as much as I can, even though the game at some point is like, okay, enough of the stealth. Here's the you know well, fuck you. They know here's the gangbang. Prepared, pucker your butthole. <laughs> So there was a cute little mini GG for you. Do you suppose you want to do a legit GG with it? Is it well? Is it, hopefully, is it but we have like a lot of games. I know. To I was gonna. I was gonna so say. I know. Games. I keep promising you GGs, but you're never gonna get them. I'm just gonna keep promising them. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't quite finished the game yet, but I mean, I plan to play more this weekend. So I played a little this morning, but I'm at uh, well for. For our listeners, I guess, or anybody who's played it, I'm at Genshiro, and he's kind of annoying. I've seen one boss, and it looked like a pit bull with like some hay tied onto its head. <laughs> <laughs> it looked really huh. stupid, but terrifying at the same time. That's pretty funny. Well, I guess, I don't know if it's a boss or not. It was literally just a picture, and it looked stupid. But that's okay. Don't know. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I see you play anything else, Marcus. I about the before I came here, I was playing Assassin's Creed Three Remastered. Oh yeah, how so? How how remastered is it? It's very very remastered. Very remastered. That game looks really good. Ten out of ten on the remaster. It's a really good remaster. I don't know what it's. <laughs> there's a lot of extra stuff they say, and I mean, there's stuff I didn't do in it since I never played uh, Tyranny of Washington, the DLC. So that's included with the yeah remaster. The, okay, and it includes the. Uh, the Washington DLC and there's like a lot of extra costumes because you can have like costumes from Odyssey and stuff in there but it also comes with the Liberation game as well which I can finally well I say finally play that but my PSP is actually the Liberation PSP I just didn't like the game on well I mean not PSP PS Vita but I didn't play it on there because I didn't I didn't like the costume changes I thought that was dumb I yeah. thought it was dumb that you have to go from like you have to be in dresses to be accepted as like a person of society since you're a woman and then you have to <laughs> change dresses so you can actually climb and stuff and I was like what what, what kind of weird dumb. dress up is this <laughs> It was a dressing game Should have just been cross dressing the game I guess Like what what is dating simulator In many ways I do understand like you probably should have like more respectable clothes to be taken like seriously in social situations and not just being wearing like your assassin's robes 24/7 but if that if they're going to apply that rule to like women all of a sudden and not the men it seems a little double standardy Yeah so I I had issues with that even though I know a lot of people really liked that game so I'll probably tough it out and go through it but it felt like so many things where they make really poor choices based on gender. Um, I always think of Super Princess Peach, where it's like she fights with her emotions. And it's like, what? what? <laughs> like, I mean, I think one of the jokes I saw elsewhere on that is like, oh, she like she's crying all the time and like this and that. So it, it kind of was like, just of course, like. That we have a female protagonist, so it functions this way and not like a normal game. Gender roles. Yeah, it's <laughs> not it, that 
That I don't know. So, but I mean, I've even seen from other females that they really liked Liberation since it, that was technically the first quote-unquote female assassin, even though, and I only put that in quotes because first, like, mainline uh, assassin, they say, even though it was on a portable console. So I guess technically that happened later in my mind. Ah, uh, okay. That happened in Syndicate in my mind because it had the twins. Oh, that's right. Jacob and Evie Frey. But yeah, that which that they treated that with more respect, I feel, since even though th- they have certain missions you can only do with one of them or the other, but I think they treated that a little bit better because it didn't have the dress up thing. <laughs> Got to play your dress up game. But I was, I just got through the Haytham section, and so I started the Connor section right before I came here, um, which that Haytham section's pretty long. You, I'm four sequences in out of 12. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, it's, and I'm now, well, then I did the child Connor section, um, and now I'm, I'm a little ways into teenage Connor before he's an adult, so I still can't really free roam. And I've probably played like five hours, maybe. I never maybe played that hours. game. I feel like I'm really ever, missed. I know. I really. I never feel played like three. I feel like I really missed out on it, but I just. I don't know why I didn't get it. I. I don't even think I own it. I know a lot of people really like. I'm pretty sure you own it because I think that isn't that the one we got the steel book for. Yeah, but I actually don't think I ever went and got the disc because you got the steel book as. A pre-order? As a pre-order, but I don't think I ever got the game. Or actually, I think they were just giving them away. Yeah. Because I was like, when I went, they had like just a stack of them. Yeah, because we went together, remember? And we like all got one. I'm pretty sure you I went didn't. and got the game. Uh, I remember. I didn't get us. one. You Everyone, didn't get a book? I think, I do remember being, I was probably with you. I was with a lot of people, but everybody else <laughs> got a steel book but me. <laughs> so I don't have a steel book for it. You you want mine, I guess, because I don't know. I'm pretty sure I don't have the game. Well, yeah, well, maybe sure, I do. If you want to give me that, <laughs> I don't even know where it is. Put it with my other steel books. I'm confused. <laughs> I don't even know where I am. I'm pretty sure we have the game, but I'm not gonna go look. I know a lot of people disliked AC3 when it came out. I'm seeing it's weird, and I swear a lot of things. It's almost like revisionist history in a way, because there have been a lot of games that I swear when they came out everybody hated and now that it's getting like a remaster Everyone's or something everybody's like that was my favorite and i'm like what <laughs> what's it. happening where it's the hell were y'all of you last time i, I looked the Mandela i know effect. the fandom was really active so i always assumed it was popular yeah, i remember a bunch of like negativity about assassin's creed 3 when it came out all i know is and just it's the one fujoshi of my favorites. world of everything so like the fujoshis just ate that game up well and like uh another game that falls under this umbrella i feel is majora's mask like when Majora's Mask came out, since it was at, it was beyond the end of the N sixty four life. Yeah, not a lot of people played it, and not a lot of people liked it because a lot of people were saying, uh, "Oh, it's it's the same. Like it's basically the same game as Ocarina of Time. Like you're still in that same area, this and that." Yeah. But I loved Majora's Mask, and then after that got its re-release on the 3ds, it, I, I'm like everybody came out of the woodwork and was like, "That's my favorite." Zelda game of all time and I was like what <laughs> yeah. where were you people like growing people up I, people I knew <laughs> you're all a bunch of posers 
people I knew that played Majora's Mask really liked it when it came out. So again, that's because you knew a bunch of fan girls. <laughs> I like I I really really love that game, but I just know it did have negativity. Similar with uh, this game, never really got a re-release, but another game that faced kind of the same animosity for kind of similar reasons, just by by virtue of being at the end of a console life cycle and suffered due to that was uh, Donkey Kong Country 3, which is just because I like bringing Don- Donkey Kong up every episode. Um, did that one that's have the Funky best Kong? Donkey Kong? That did. It's the best <laughs> Donkey Kong. That is not the best Donkey Kong. It's the best Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong Country 2 is the best Donkey Kong. <laughs> I like the Donkey Kong that was on the Game Boy Color. That one was fun. Yeah. I mean, there was one, two, and three on there. I liked the one where you collected the bananas. You do that in all of them. I like the ones where you collect the letters. You do that in all of them. <laughs> oh, and the balloons? Oh, that was a they, good one. Yes, the lives are balloons in that, and they make a pop sound when you die. I only like the ones where you can race. See, in the uh, <laughs> in Donkey Kong Country Returns, it's cool because you, you come in on the balloon. And then it pops. <laughs> you ride the balloon in. Maybe that. Maybe do you that ride it between your legs, or in? Are you in the balloon? You're not in the balloon. You're holding you it just, like a child. You hold it and oh. you float in. <laughs> For some reason, I immediately, I immediately pictured Donkey Kong with like a tiny balloon between <laughs> his legs. Oh. <laughs> just ah. no, he uh, he was bubbled in a, like in Super New Super Mario Bros. You know what? My pro- okay. I loved three growing up, but when I replayed it. I didn't enjoy it as much as two. I think two is easily the best game in the franchise. And this being three became a little bit overloaded on the animal front. It has you riding a lot of animals and transforming into animals way too much. <laughs> it's like, oh, now you're rhino. You're hardly the rhino in it. You're hardly <laughs> Rombie. You're most you're like the elephant a lot. I don't even know if the rhino's in it, to be honest. Oh, really? Oh, because this has mostly the, the, one that I played the elephant and the snake. Okay. I think the one that I played only had the rhino. I don't think, I don't remember turning the into first anything one, else. Well, the first one has the rhino and it has an ostrich. And, yeah, that's the one I played. Yeah. And the swordfish, which, what was his name? Oh, Ungard was the swordfish. <laughs> I can never remember the ostrich name, but I know like the rhino's Rombie and I didn't the even know they, I didn't even know they had names. Yeah, they got they all got names. I am a disgrace to all video games everywhere equally as a disgrace except for Bioware games. Rest in peace. But <sighs> but one of the cool thing I liked in three, it had the world map and the boats. So you like Yeah. You'll probably remember this. Yeah, you get the boat and then you can go around and then there's the little circle of rocks, and if you go around it perfectly three times, you gotta be pretty quick about it. Uh, an island shows up there. There's a secret island. I vaguely remember that. And there's the banana birds. And Granny Kong is working out. She's like, <laughs> she's sweating to the oldies, as I always said. Yeah, I think three was definitely the one I played most of then. Three's okay, but one and, one and two like, are better than three. I think it's the rose-tinted glasses. Like, I, like you said, when you go back and play it now, it's like maybe two is technically... Like the better game, but like when you're like younger, you're like, yeah, it's more Donkey Kong. <laughs> I think I think one and three are actually equal. The only reason I put one above three is because it's it's classic. Like it's the first. It's the first, and it, it's 
it's a real smooth ride from start to finish. I feel three's a little uneven. Because me, me and my friend, uh, well, uh, I won't say his name here. Well, it's Dustin. But <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's so generic of a name. Good luck. But we, we played through one, two, and three, like, in order. And, yeah, two, we, we did the... Uh, the mode where you, you're versing each other, the verses, the two player verses. Yeah. Which was, I wish more games did, and especially now, because it's like, you know, I would do a level and then die, but he had his own, like, you, he had his own progress. So he yeah. still had to get, get through all the levels. <laughs> which I was stuck on in two, I got stuck on K Rule. Like, he was oh, like two and a half worlds behind, and I was stuck on K Rule so long that he he caught up, basically. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> He was stuck uh, justly on uh, some of the in that B place for quite a while. That place is a hellhole. It's yeah. <laughs> but in any case, that's a lot of Donkey Kong talk and not really relevant to the rest of the discussion. But <laughs> there's it's, another little GG surprise for you guys. See, look, and we're catching up on them. Just little nuggets. No, <laughs> no. But in any case, <laughs> special that, for you. I'm just saying that a lot of games, when they get, like, suddenly when the remaster comes about, it's like everybody just, like, like oh my rallies God, it's behind the best. it. Yeah, like, I don't like... I, just, I think it's just, nowadays, everybody just automatically loves remasters. It's weird. And, or I like, just like to think that they just, they want to make sure that everybody knows that they had the perfect childhood, where they're like, <laughs> I played all... I played all of these games. everything that everybody remembers fondly. I'm all about that nostalgia. I mean, Crash and Spyro, even though I think both those were well-received in their day and yeah. fairly well-received now. Except Spyro, uh, in, in my opinion, it's... It, see, Crash went the normal route. One One's like, okay, two is pretty good, and then three is the best. Yeah. Spyro's the exact opposite. <laughs> Where like the one best. is easily the best, two's okay, and then three's like not really good. One hundred percent agree. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, the I think those games didn't really necessarily succumb to that. But it there, it's clear I think that those games sold probably better than the originals. I don't maybe. Yeah, I, I don't have the statistical data, but I know they sold really well both the both those remakes. I would I would say yeah. I mean, even just like making an educated guess based on like how many more people have access to video games these days and how 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 easier it is to just go out and buy, and especially like when it's like something where you're getting like multiple games for a lower price. It's like. Well, and just there's got to be a lot of people being like, I, I heard those were good. And picked oh, them yeah. Up. A lot of that, too. Like, oh, yeah, my my dad played those games. Faux nostalgia <laughs> is somewhat yeah. I call it. Like some people experience that like reverence be, for a time that they weren't alive for. There's got to be like a new name for these type of people, these nostalgia people. They're like the hipsters back when people thought of names for that. The nostalgers. The nostalgers. <laughs> I don't know, I'm, I'm inclined to believe somebody that they liked a game when they proceed to come over and 100% the fucking remaster in a matter of like an hour and a half because um, Salty from like gaming uh, Discord came over and I was I I didn't want to believe her because she was like oh yeah I, I love this game and I was like yeah yeah because I'm she so missed some stuff. 
Because there's some new stuff in there. Well, I just meant like she played it. <laughs> she played true to the old game. And no, she 100%ed the, the first one. Like I got the... There's some crazy stuff in there that's entirely new. <sighs> okay. I'm just, I'm not, I'm just saying. Okay. Okay, guru. The, the level, okay, in particular, the level with the ramps. You know what I'm talking about? I have with, no idea what you're talking about. I don't remember With the anything. monkeys? I made her beat the I boss I didn't have a PlayStation, Marcus. I didn't play Spyro. It has the monkeys. I played real games, okay? Did you get the fireballs? I, I checked out halfway through. There's a level with the ramps, and you got to do some special jumps, but there's jumps that didn't exist in the original. They added, like, a couple places that you couldn't go. In the first one, in the first remaster. Okay. Well, you're okay. He's nodding vigorously and pretentiously. They added, they added extra stuff. giving me stuff. this know-it-all look. They added some really hidden stuff that's hard to find that wasn't in the original. And they added some extra stuff at the very end. Am I ever going to be good enough? I'm just, I'm just saying. Am I ever going to be good enough for you? Because, because uh, the other people I had playing were like, this stuff never was there, and I was like, yeah, that stuff's not there. The, the, the whole game wasn't there. You were like one hundred, okay, like eighty percent of the time, you're disappointed in me and my video game. <laughs> disappointed in everyone. Though. <laughs> um. Well, so uh, you're talking about reverence for like a time you weren't a part of, actually, kind of. Reminded me of uh, earlier in the week. I posted a, a question on Instagram asking what what was your all what's your all time favorite arcade game, and that's like clearly something that was mostly like like behind my time of me growing up. Like I caught like the end of the arcade era. Although there's still arcades out there, there's new games being made, and it's kind of making a comeback a little bit, but like. It just seems like there's 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 a lot of like arcade games out there that I never really got to experience just because of a we had one arcade in town that and it was great is, yeah and the, and my parents never took me there because they're like we don't want to spend all the money I would since I was mowing lawns at a really young age I started mowing lawns when I was like eight get, get all them quarters and go I, to the arcade I was eight and I was mowing lawns I mowed a lot of lawns um but. Yeah, I would. You take, dated a lot of lawns. <laughs> I mowed a lot of lawns. Oh, I thought you said I met a lot of lawns. I mowed a lot of lawns. I'm sorry. Please continue. Anyway, I would take my money and I spent almost twenty bucks every week. Oh God! On uh, yeah, this game that and was back a, then games were like it was like twenty five cents to play, right? This one was expensive because it was one of those real interactive ones. Oh, okay. They're, they had a Fist in the North Star game, and it had little targets that popped up, and it had little gloves, and you'd punch these targets back. <laughs> That's great. It was the coolest game ever, and I see. Unfortunately, my friend would usually go first, and so the and he would sweat a lot. Okay. I mean, because you would. So the gloves were super sweaty. Oh, so God. I didn't use the gloves. So I would just play bare knuckled. My hands would be so bloody by the end of it. <laughs> so so that's why there was always blood over the machines. It was... It, God, that game was that's so That's why you cool. have such strong hands. And They're it, hardened from that Fist of the North Star. I want to... I've, I've seen the game recently. You know where it's at? I bet it's the same machine. It's at Fairmont. Oh, really? Really? I saw it at Fairmont. That's really, really far away. <laughs> but I bet it's the same machine. I would not be surprised. I, was, I don't remember seeing I was, it when I, I was there. I don't... Like, where is it at in Fairmont? It's in their little arcade. 
Yeah. Uh, did they yeah. had an arcade? Yeah, they had a little arcade. I didn't. I didn't get. I didn't go in there. I peeked in there to see what they had, and I was like, my mind was blown. <laughs> I didn't. Play there it. it is. While I was there, I didn't play it. I should have, but just for old time's sake, without the gloves. Well, I wanted to. I, I wouldn't know who to talk to, but I almost wanted to be like, "Hey, sell me this. I will buy it <laughs> oh, immediately off you." No, they would be and like, "I'll be like, but you need to hold it. You need to hold it here till I find somebody with a truck. <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone that will deliver it to me from six hours away. <laughs> it's not That's that pretty, far away. It's it is. It's uh, at least four hours. It's not four no, it's, hours. Well, yeah, it's four hours. It's, it's three and a half. It is not because it's like an hour outside of Butte, and it takes three. My hours to grandma get to Butte. lived in Anaconda, and <laughs> we said they said that was a four-hour drive, and and Fairmont is right before Anaconda, and you can make it in three and a half if you're speeding illegally. Oh. If you're driving the exact speed limit the whole time, did, did, did. my grandma's car drove forty miles an hour, and we made it there in two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Forty miles. That's terrible. So there's a little Montana, Montana talk. I think for it's you. forty-five minutes from Anaconda. Hmm. Pretty close. Hmm. It's like real close. I know it's 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 fucking far. It's I mean, far. we would go there, go swimming for the day, and then go back. That'd ah. be the life. That would be the life. Ah, I'm so jealous. I've yeah, only been there once, and I was like, I don't want to leave. We've uh, got shit for pools and Billings. Oh, we'd go swimming there all the time. It was that's what we did when we visited my grams. So, well, speaking speaking of these arcade games, I just wanted to kind of read off some people's favorite arcade Fist games. Fist of the North Star. Favorite arcade games. Fist of the North Fist, Star. Fist of the North Star. Uh so this list. Let me see. Bloody Hands McGillicuddy says it's Fist of the North Star. Oh, speaking of Instagram, I, I get, something that's really funny about Instagram are all like the like the not I guess not technically fake accounts, but accounts where they just use bots to like reply to people's images to get them followers. So like I'll post like something that's clearly at just a question and then there'll be some account saying badass message me to join our team. (laughs) Keep keep the grind up, bro. (laughs) Just stupid shit on Instagram. But oh, yeah, some person just cool and then heart smiley face it's like that's not an answer so anyway here's 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 some of the you should all feel embarrassed of yourselves justin's disappointed in you <laughs> anyway here's some of people's favorite arcade games hydro thunder that's, which that's I'm, yours i mentioned that i mentioned that last year not or last last episode but it's that is it's definitely up there <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and X-Men. I had multiple people say X-Men on this. Star Wars Trilogy Arcade. Galaga. I'm waiting for a real one. (laughs) I know. I was like, what is Golden Axe. Bubble Bobble. Nobody said, is that it? Hold on. Hold on. I'm surprised. Nobody has said Carnival. Oh, man. Carnival is good. Carnival is good. That's all anybody at high school would ever talk about. Like, oh, Carnival is a scary game. And House of the Dead. That's like the one that we could get that was up here. Um, We had House of the Dead. Outrun. And Time Crisis. Robocop. Spy Hunter. Nobody said Black Tiger? Nope. What? (laughs) 
We have a small following on Instagram, okay? We don't have very many people that Nobody respond to Nobody said shit. that But X-Men we're proud of game? you that we do have. We, we value you, and thank you for answering those questions, Nobody guys. said that yeah, all awesome cool X-Men people. game. Nobody said Gauntlet Dark Legacy. Hey, someone said X-Men. Nobody said... Uh, Two people said X-Men. Nobody said uh, um, uh, Time Crisis. Nobody, <laughs> <laughs> nobody said Battletoads? How did nobody say Battletoads? I don't know. We I don't, I, <laughs> and I know we once again you say we didn't have a lot here. We had Battletoads. Did we have Battletoads? Yeah, it was at the theater. Oh well, that explains was why that I the, never played the it. cheap theater. Right. Well, that, that explains why I never played it because I never went to the cheap theater. Yeah, well, my that, parents took me to the expensive theater. No, it's because my parents never gave me money to ever play games when I was that like. Oh, arcade. they didn't give me money. I yeah, well, I didn't mow lawns when I was a kid. I had to be like I mowed my own. Hey, lawn. look, we found quarters under the the <laughs> bench. I mowed my own lawn under duress, <laughs> and I didn't get paid for it. I did it because I was part of the family and had to do it. <laughs> Yeah, that's how families work. Yeah. I mowed my grandfather's lawn and he paid me. Here's here's what I hate. The one game that I loved for arcade, I don't remember its name. It's a Dance Dance Revolution type of game. Pump the OBG. Yeah, is that what it is? It's the one that that's had the, one we had. That's yeah. That's the that was that's the one, the one that, with that, diagonal yeah. steps. Yeah. Yeah, that was the that was the one at um, Geyser Park, right? Yeah, that's I, I would go. Think, and, I know we had it at Tilt. We, yeah, so we did, yeah, but then Geyser it moved Park. to Geyser, and that was the only place uh, you could play it. But yeah, that I would. I yeah, would when spend, Tilt downsized to the smaller location, <laughs> I would I would spend probably yeah like up to like twenty dollars every time I went to play the game. And I would like I would play it to the point of passing out, and then I'd like take a break and like lay on the floor by the game, and then I would get back up and keep playing. Obviously, I was with a group of people. I'd be really weird if I did that just you know by myself. But those are good times. I uh, couldn't I I I couldn't play that game now modernly. I I could never do do dance games like DDR. Oh, I was so good at it. I I actually I I could do Punch Punch Revolution. (laughs) (laughs) I actually debated uh, going like to the conventions for it and like doing like the actual where the people come up with like a routine for it. Yeah, I was debating on doing that, but I never did. So I never reached that level of cringe. There's a though. There was a game I used to play. I don't even remember. It, it was, I was super young, so I don't remember the name of the game. But it was like a either a dirt or a monster truck type racing game where you look top down at the whole racetrack and you have to steer your monster truck around the racetrack. And like, so it had the four steering wheels at the cabinet and a gas pedal on the ground. That's scary. And it, I was terrible. We had that horse racing game at Tilt. Oh yeah, I remember that one. I, think I remember that. It's kind of scary. It, you I saw sit, people you play sit, it a lot. You sit on the horse and you have to like like rock yeah. the horse as fast as you oh, can. Oh yeah, they, they the faster were you rock it, the horse would go. They uh, were broken a lot. That doesn't surprise <laughs> me. You can't you can't give kids games with moving parts. <laughs> it's it doesn't work. And with also drunk people with, I'm thinking of like Dave and Buster's like giving giving drunk people games with moving parts it's just, that's just a recipe for having to replace parts all the time or having to 
uh, pick up a lot of people who just like hurt themselves on these games. Calling I'm the ambulance. Trying, I mean, trying to the, punch a punching bag and then it just hits them in the face. The beauty of like arcades is like the interactive, like the big set piece games that yeah. like can only be played in arcades. The one that draws like a crowd for people to watch and play it. Yeah. That are once again kind of like those weird like it has a weird controller or something, like a DDR or something. Yeah. I played the shooting game at um like Geyser games. Park a lot. Well, it wasn't even like or was it like yeah, I think it was a, where you had to shoot like there was like targets that would pop up in a, in a distance you had to shoot at the target and then it would like go away. I can't remember what it was called. That was laser tag and you were shooting real people. <laughs> I was <laughs> dummy. You're, you're funny. No. You're funny. Um. <laughs> I can't remember what that was called, but it's basically it was basically the equivalent of like a a carnival attraction which like they have one of those at Shields when they built the new Shields. Are we ready for break? I think we're ready for break. We're going to break it up. Break up that fight over there. Break it up. Hello? Wait, is this thing on? Oh, all right. Well, hello, everybody. My name's Grog. I'm part of Sword Art Online, ever a missing role player found. Grog? But it, yeah, it's nice now. How's it going? What are you doing? I'm doing the promotion. But I'm supposed to do the promotion. But I'm the master of toasts. Grog, Speaking no, no. of which, the toast's done. Grog, it's not literal toast. What do you mean? What is it then? Here, let me show you. Hi guys, Snow here with Missing Role Player Found. Check out our actual play podcast on your favorite listening app, such as iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. And check us out on our website at missingroleplayerfound.com. Oh, so that's what it is. All right, I think I got it now. Look, let me do the next promotion then. All right, fine. Yeah. All right, and welcome back to the break, and we're going to roll straight into... Future headlines. So this week, I jumped into my time machine and I went far into the future or parallel of the universes, whichever. What? Who knows? What? Who knows? What I didn't know it was a parallel time machine. Yeah, now. we've discussed this. Where, where was I? Transdimensional here, time machine. Not listening, obviously. Yeah. I mean, you don't, we don't really know if he's going into the future or, or if, if he's, he's just going into like parallel dimensions. Yeah, we don't know if he's going into right now, but it's just it's at a different right now than are right we, now. Are we going to start knows. doing filler episodes? No. <laughs> or recap no, episodes? No. Of no, we're not doing <laughs> clip shows. I mean, no, well, maybe. I don't know. But anyway. Best so, of. <laughs> the best of. Future like, timelines. Oh, God. Just like a, like, <laughs> let's reorder all these uh, future headlines from like beginning to end in chronological order. Uh, that would be insane. Like what someone that did would, that. That wouldn't be insane to listen to. It would just be a nightmare to edit. Someone did that with Lost. You know how Lost is, how it goes like back and forth into flashbacks. Someone like reordered everything and Lost to start from the earliest flashback to like present happenings on the island. I all, like, almost ten prefer ep- all to, ten seasons. I would don't spoil it for me. I haven't like, watched it. <laughs> you haven't watched Lost? I've never watched Lost. How? So did you watch some of it or none of it? None of it. None of it. Really? Yeah. What part of Never did you understand? Well, I <laughs> I've never seen Lost. I've, never. I but, haven't finished it either. But I think I know what it is. Because somebody went, somebody meme, went right? off on a tangent being like, I think this is what it is. And I was like, that sounds right. <laughs> well, so I, I've seen up to like season, the end of, like, I think I've seen up to season five of Lost. 
that's that's the meme with the lines, line, line, and then line, and then line down, line. What? <laughs> the lost memes. Oh, loss. I'm talking about lost here, not lost. God. Oh. You know when you say it, they sound the same. Yeah, they do. Lost. Do I need to enunciate the T better? Lost. <laughs> what happened in I your time machine? I watched Lost. <laughs> so, so in this future. Uh, there is a headline that said uh, it was <laughs> this was this was this was a weird one. So are you familiar with the company Tencent? Yeah. You know, the one that owns PUBG. Uh, well, Ch- China renamed their their own country to be Tencent. That's the name of the country now. That's racist. That, how is that racist? I don't know. Because everything's cheap in ty- China. What? No, that's the name of a company right now in China I know, but right now. It, uh, <laughs> but it, ten cent means makes me think of like ten cent cents, like you know, it's cheap. <laughs> I don't know what you're going on about. Uh, so, I, yeah. it's, I, China, China, and ten cents a weird thing because it's like there there are theories that like people are saying that like. Tencent is just buying all these Western like companies or investing in Western companies. Like they they've invested in Reddit too, so it's like, yeah, yeah, they're they're basically part like owned by the Chinese government. So it's like people are like they're they're spying on us essentially is what what the what people are seeing online. Like they're trying to limit our free speech on internet by buying American companies. Do you think you would have to be good at a 10 cent game and that affects your social credit score? <laughs> I, I, that would probably make sense. And if you're, if you have a bad set of social credit score, you can't play any 10 cent games. What if you're like bad in a game? Like what if you're like famous for leaving and all that stuff? Does that like negatively impact your social credit score? <laughs> Your social credit score is determined by if you're diamond rank or platinum rank, by how much money you spend on the DLC. That's that's way worse. <laughs> that that would be terrible. Like that's like the future. Like that's like EA owning, like EA being in control of your social credit score. Like your credit score goes up if you if you buy this limited time DLC. If you miss out, then your social credit score goes down by 100 points. Because fuck you. <laughs> Alright, well, I think that's it. No one else has anything to say about this, so. <laughs> I contributed my very bad sense of humor, I guess. Your bad sense of humor? <laughs> yeah, you get me. I think Justin put his 10 cents in on this one. Marcus put in his one cent. <laughs> uh, future headlines this podcast is renamed to the one cent podcast well good we're one tenth of one of ten cent that's a that's a pretty high value considering how much ten cents worth <laughs> and i mean ten cent the company well i've been a glad uh guest on the show <laughs> 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 and with that I'm out for the rest bye is my run as good as Ken Jennings no did I answer just as many questions as Ken Jennings <laughs> maybe tell me what I won Trebek all of them
<laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just like, I'm, I'm not even going to give you the courtesy of answering your question correctly. <laughs> It's like the ultimate fuck you. I got you, good fucker. You gave me the same answer I give you when you ask me what I want to eat. Oh. How does it feel? All of them. Uh, All is, of them. I'll eat anything. That is true, and that immediately ruined the humor and replaced it with like pure rage. Because when you say that, I want to strangle you. Hey, Frost, what, what do you like to eat? All of them. All of them. <laughs> That's what he's gonna say next time. Like, hey Marcus, where you want to eat? Yeah, you don't all of them. You don't know what you've opened. No, he's actually he's actually said that to me sometimes. All of them? You, yeah. I'll like, eat I'll all be like, of what it. do you want to eat? All of them. And I was just like, <laughs> legit, he said that to me like twice, I'm sure. So you just far. open Pandora's box. Pandora's uh, box. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, with with that, we're gonna move into Esports Corner. Esports Corner! Thank you, Justin, my husband, and not Justin Roiland. Oh, you woke me into this. Because you're not as funny. (sighs) Thank you. (laughs) In the eSports corner, we have absolutely nothing going on. But wait. Just like last week. There's more. (laughs) I am ordering jerseys for our team. How exciting. Did you say jerseys? Oh, oh yeah, jerseys. You said jerseys. How exciting. You see, I know there's a guy from Jersey and his name's Justin. <laughs> Jersey, and, Jersey Justin. And and in in other news for LGA Meme Kings coming up. Meme King. Give a shout out to Raj. And Raj that was my shout is out to most Raj. likely going to win it again. <laughs> he won Raj last listen time. To the podcast? That's my question. I don't know, but I'm going to make him listen to it for this episode. He's going to have to listen to a three-hour episode just for like 10 seconds of credit. <laughs> yeah. You're, we mentioned you in the podcast, but we're not going to tell you where. Oh. Just just edit that and put it at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? Thank you, Raj. You will have to listen to the rest of the podcast to find out why. In reality, I'm just we're just delaying him from posting more memes because that's all he does. Hey, he Raj, posts, I got a posts. meme for you. Something, something, Thanos, Thanos but oh. <laughs> That was a good one. He's really been up on the he's really been up on the ant on the Ant Man butt memes. Um, Just, enter the ass. What 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 is the the new ones that Winnie the Pooh? So what what, what can we do one. here? It's good one. Um, it's hard to that one's hard to say. Yeah, no, we got one. We got one. We can say uh, it's, it's basically the same thing as the. Uh, You're interrupting his concentration. <laughs> we could say. Uh. uh we start with the uh, Jersey, New York. No, wait, Jersey, Brooklyn, New York. There. There's wait the wait the Winnie, Winnie the Pooh is a three tier one. I've only seen it as two tiers. Yeah, sometimes it's three tiers. Where's the third tier? 
they've had one where he's like slightly nicely dressed, and then he's like, <laughs> he's a mob boss. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've seen, I've only seen the two. I've only seen the two he's, panel where New, he's he's just suddenly a mob boss. New York City's the final one. I've it's never a, seen any so of it's, these. It's Jersey, Brooklyn. New York City. <laughs> and all our listeners there can get mad. <laughs> <laughs> so this has been, been the meme corner. <laughs> Which actually... We're, we actually are very... We're more educated on memes, I think, than we are on video games. Well, I mean, if you cut Marcus out of this conversation and you just leave Justin, Justin's memes. Oh, that's, that's 100% all memes. <laughs> I'm, I'm made of memes. That yeah, is. so Marcus is 100% Nintendo... I'd like to say I'm 100% man witch, but okay. <laughs> and Justin's 100% memes. And together you just get it's just a, I'm 100% guest host on the show. All they do is just make like inside <laughs> well, I'm jokes a with guest each other. And they let me host the show. <laughs> <laughs> so it, that's funny you mentioned that because like um there I I don't want to I want to say too many details just because like it's not relevant to anyone but like a, a local DJ here in town had got into a thing and was in the news for various reasons and so a lot of people were like making memes about it and I was like these are all terrible memes and like I mentioned that and he he was like well yeah because like you that's like that's like someone from like the NFL like saying saying like you're like like judging like elementary school like football players because you're like like <laughs> oh my fucking you're like God. the king of memes and and you know memes i thought raj was the meme king yeah well. you're not the meme no, king i can't officially be the meme king because i'm part owner of the company i can be meme king on the oh uh, we got the internet. perfect name for this uh me and uh my buddy we call it the lesser keen <laughs> um <laughs> There's the meme king and the meme king. <laughs> the meme king. This, that's, that's the terrible. king of memes. That's, I'm the baconator of memes. I like it better my way. <laughs> you can't have it your way. This is Burger King, baby. <laughs> God, right. oh, I, mean, I mean, Borger King, because we can't say their name on the air. Oh, we oh, need to right. always. Yeah, they're not. They're not sponsoring that. Burjnak King. Um, also, Burjnak King. There you go. <laughs> also, um, 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 nurse practitioner Thunder. No. <laughs> <laughs> Any, um, I RN Thunder. C- CNA Thunder. CNA Thunder. I think it, your 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 New York comments might. Might trigger the the rated G for gaming guys because they're the Jersey guys. They're Jersey. Well, get that's, them a jersey that says Snooky. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's implied that they actually listen to us. That's implied they, that they, they, could, they all could. look like Snooky. <laughs> but they're 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 at packs right now. They're posting how tall pictures. are they? I, how do I fucking know? What are I'm they t- like five five and look like a Cheeto? <laughs> That's, not everybody from Jersey looks like a cheetah. That's just I'm just saying that you're offending our podcast friends. I'm just wondering what they look like. I don't know. Hmm. I just assume everybody looks like Snooky. It's 
they they had uh, Vinny. I heard most of the people actually on Joy Z Shore, but I never watched that show. But I hear they're mostly from New York, <laughs> like had, New York City. They they had Vinny call into the the radio show. Vinny, yeah, Vinny the Caravella, the 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 the, the Keto Guido. Vinny Caravella from Giant Bomb. No. No, from Giant Beast. No. no. He's from one of the shows. <laughs> it's, it's Vinny from the Jersey Shore. <laughs> he was the, he's the Keto Guido. Is he the the situation? <laughs> no, he's not the They're different people. <laughs> They're all the same person. <laughs> They're, They're all Snooky. <laughs> God damn it. Just a house full of Snookies. Hey, what you want? That in that in that Jersey Shore. Anyway, you guys should check out Rated G for Gamers. That was a terrible shout out for our podcast friends. You called them Cheetos, Marcus. I don't know, but they they have a good podcast. They've been doing it for like three years, so they know what they're doing. They're doing good. They're good and stuff. They're at PAX right now. Looking at all them games. I wish I was at PAX. I wish I was playing that punching game. Yeah. I won't play that punching game. I could have used a good punching after this week. It's like a weird thing that you punch these things. It looked and it a looks little like slow. a championship belt where you punch. Yeah. These lights go out from the middle to these. It looked like there is, uh, what, like eight targets maybe? Maybe less. I want to say... Cause it seemed like there was there's diagonals up, and stuff. there's up, down, and diagonals. So I want to say eight. I want to say yeah. eight. And then there's these lights that go out from the middle to them, and you kind of like punch them rhythmically. It look it looked a little slow, but it probably ramps up. Yeah, I want to see like the I want to see Fist of the North Star version of that. That was insane. <laughs> okay, not to really go back, but when, yeah, when you did when you got to the end, all the targets would pop up and light up, and you had to just punch as many because it would be like get two hundred, and you just have to like go. Oh god. Then that's when you fisted the North Star right there. Yeah, you just, uh, I saw some people would just like hit all of them at once. They'd just stick their arms up, kind of like forearms and everything, and just hit all of them back at once. <laughs> that's cheating. Which is sometimes effective. I that's think it's not even punching. It's a little faster if you just like go down the rows. You just gotta, just gotta be fast with your regular fists. Fist of Fury. They gotta build in some cheat detection. If you're using more than your your fists, then you gotta be disqualified to get zero points. I, I never quite beat it on the hardest difficulty, but I came close many a times. <laughs> uh, punching games. Here, your your exclusive source of punching games, Lit Gaming Arena. Anyway, I think that's so. That's it. <laughs> we went off a little tangent there, but let's get. To our top three headlines of the week. So obviously the first one, everybody's talking about it. Borderlands. Borderlands 3 got announced this week. And you're calling that a top headline? Yes. What's really the top headline is that Randy Pitchford did a magic yeah. trick on stage. <laughs> How did that signed card get in that box? It was sealed. <laughs> I don't know. How did he do it? Um... I really thought, yeah, that's what I thought. I thought he was going to be like, and it's a USB full of child porn. <laughs> that, that whole saga of, like, we didn't even cover that on the podcast because it's like, it's too crazy. I can't get all the details straight of it to really cover it. I would, I, so far the place I've heard it, heard the whole situation the best of, <clears throat> the best was on, um, 
giant bomb where they just went down the whole thing like from beginning to end. It was insane. Either way, Randy Pitchford came out there. Uh, he did his thing. It was kind of a fiasco because when they played the Borderlands 1 trailer, it broke. Like It played <laughs> like 10 seconds of it, and yeah. then it broke. And then it rolled straight into the updates they made to Borderlands The Handsome Jack Collection, Yeah, which was just updates to add like 4K textures and a bunch of other shit. But um, Borderlands 1 is supposed to have... Uh, th- they added like skins, so... It, originally you could only change like your color scheme but now it looks like you can have like different heads and a couple other things and they said they added stuff to the end game of it um it sounds like they made at least the vault guardian drop more loot um all about that loot but yeah it sounds like there's some other stuff in there but it does come with all the dlc i'm gonna be picking that up even though i do kind of think it's a bit overpriced i don't know if you saw the price tag for it no what is the price 30 bucks that that's it is pretty expensive for one how, game because the handsome Jack collection comes with both two two which has a lot of DLC yeah. and it comes with uh, the pre sequel. Yeah, that seems and like one, a better. <laughs> yeah, one what you can buy currently for like I saw it as low as fifteen bucks. Wow, and that has once again the four K and probably regular like twenty. So, yeah, I mean, so and this is thirty for Borderlands One, which granted that that's my favorite Borderlands. How, but. how old is Borderlands One? Pretty old. Point. At least 10 years, right? Pretty close. If not, it, I think it's... I think it's uh, nine. I think it's not. Because I, I, I think swear, it's nine years. I swear I was playing it before I was even married. I swear I was playing it in college. Well, Borderlands 2 came out in like 2010 2000 no it came out no. in 2011 2012 because that was like right after kind of we got married like a year and a half we're looking it up and i was all stoked about it and then i realized i don't have friends that play borderlands so yep i remember i distinctly <laughs> remember that disappointment so yep. so we're close to 10 years it's october 2009 okay yeah so i was i i don't know i so now we have Borderlands 3 coming, and it's like, it's, it looks but like such a good game. When that trailer so played, the first time it played, it was at like a really bad frame rate. It was super <laughs> choppy, and they replayed it because yeah. they're, they're having a lot of technical difficulties, which granted, I know that's, that job is can be difficult and super stressful, so oh, no, yeah. no shade on those people running that, but... It was just kind of a fiasco being like, people have been waiting for this trailer. Like, and they're all like, the oh, the cr- fuck. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. The people in the crowd started chanting VLC. They were like, use VLC. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. I love it, that. VLC. VLC. <laughs> yeah, it was real funny. But they, I don't know. They, it was kind of announced in a real cringy way because like they kept pe- they kept like making a joke like, yeah, that's all you're here for because they, they first announced that Borderlands board game thing. Yeah. And, and then he was like, that's it. And I was like, Randy, you, you can't like, like, we know you're announcing Borderlands 3. And now and I'm going to do like, a magic trick. You keep like delaying it. And then even he like, he, he was wearing this jacket. Like he pulled off this thing that was over it and then he, pu- he showed, he was like, at my hotel room, they had this jacket. And it was like a dazzled jacket with a big three on it. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, and it was like you keep delaying it. Just show us Borderlands. They should just open with Borderlands three and then closed with Borderlands one remake. They just wanted to get your your hype up that much. I don't know. It looks really good. He though, wanted it to be that. Oh, one last thing. Yeah, it has a walking gun. Yeah, and they didn't. Uh, and it has guns with legs. So my friend uh, said that, uh, which it may be the case. We don't know because they didn't 
I, the trailer looked good, but it didn't really, it wasn't very informative. And that being, they showed a lot of the old cast. They even showed Brick playing the sax. I don't know if you saw that. Did yeah. you watch the trailer? He's yeah. playing epic sax. But <laughs> but uh, it it showed all the old cast. And I know my yeah. friend was like, hopefully you can pick from all those old characters. And I'm like, I don't know. I want that, but I don't know if that's what they're doing. Because I'm like, they have to have new characters that you pick from. They absolutely yeah. need a new roster as well. I would, I hope would they, say like they probably like you start with the main four of the f- new game and then you can like unlock the other characters. That'd be cool. I mean, just I I, I don't know because this looks I'm a little part of me is a little sad because there were things they did in two that I didn't really like. And that being that it became a little weird that your characters from the first game were suddenly like just they were characters in the new game, but you're not controlling them. Yeah. So they just were, they gave them more of a personality in too. And I didn't really like that because that's my character. <laughs> that was me. That was, that, I didn't have a personality. <laughs> well, I it just, they, they were kind of, they, some of them felt a little different than how they were or how I felt they were. And it just, it seemed weird doing that. And then also like two got a little, which this seems, once again, it seems like more of an extension of what 2 was, which I'm a little disappointed with because I didn't like 2 as much as 1. And that's it. From the trailer alone, it looks like they're definitely diving into the, like meme humor. Yeah. I mean, they've. And I yeah. noticed somebody on Twitter, I can't remember who, I think it was Ben Pack. Which goes stale really quickly, like ben, meme humor. Ben Pack said. He was like, I can't believe there were a lot, a lot of cheers when they announced billions of guns after a recent shooting that happened. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but they showed this walking gun, which looked cool. Um, and then I think they showed mechs, like, well, power armor suits, which I don't... That could be cool. I don't know if that was, like, my, me and my friend were talking about this, and it's like, that could be nods at, like, a character maybe uses power armor. I didn't like that idea. I think it just might be that's, like, a vehicle type you use because the games were always pretty heavy on vehicles, so they might have added power armors, and they might yeah. be power armors that drop off, like, bosses or, you know, maybe upgrades and stuff for power armors. I'd be all for that. I don't know. I... Looks like a cool game. Everybody's excited about it. Yeah, it, I, I'm real hype, but it's it's one of the, my co-op <laughs> games. Yeah, everyone's excited. I don't have anyone to co-op with, so R.I.P. me. I'm probably not going to buy it. Oh, and speaking of co-op, it's they just a added, painful reminder that I don't have friends to play video games with. Something they added to the other games is four-player local co-op for Borderlands One and Borderlands Two, and the now that consoles sequel. can handle it. Yeah, it's got. It looks like they all have four-player local co-op now. Because um, because originally Borderlands One just had split screen. I th- I didn't I don't I thought it was just uh, had to play online. No, it, it did have split screen, and I it, I swear in it split the screen in the way I didn't like it. So it was down it was vertically. Oh, so instead you could of horizontal. See, yeah, that's kind of a shitty way. I to felt play like it, I felt like my vision was halved. Yeah, and I could swear there was a setting to change it, but I could never find it again. So I don't, I don't know if it was just like that or not. Maybe I'm, I imagine that I could change it to horizontal. I remember when people were like exper- like when they, when 3D TVs were popular, and you could like do the whole thing with some split screen games where it would overlay. Yeah, you would overlay, and just you would just have like the active glasses that would you would just uh, 
one person would see their own screen with the glasses on and you, you I thought that was it. one of the coolest things, but only certain TVs could do that. Only certain like 3D TVs could do that. Yeah, only certain TVs. It had to be like, I think, I believe active um, gla- where you had to buy like the expensive ass glasses because they connected to the TV because that's how they would change like the polarity or whatever. I think it was a lot of Sony TVs and LG TVs that could do it. Yeah, I know there and there was like with some Vizios you could like jerry rig like the lenses of like certain glasses to where like you would have you would switch out the lens on the to force it to work yeah so like one 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 pair of glasses would see only one thing and the other pair would see the other thing so and then you could just change in your settings somewhere to like where it would just play both at the same time and then you would it would for i think it was like visio that i think you could do that on but it was like a weird workaround that sometimes worked for people. I don't know. It was a strange thing. See, I need to really, uh, I know I mentioned this before, but I need to clean out my console because even, uh, I'm just imagining split screen and how taxing that would be on my console. And right now my console like constantly sounds like a jet engine, no matter what it's playing. But that's also maybe like, I mean, Sekiro is not the greatest looking game, but it might be pretty, Getting technically the, taxing. Getting towards the end of the console cycle. <laughs> so. I just need to blow it out because I haven't ever cleaned it out, so it's probably like super gunked up. Well, bring it over here. I have an air compressor. <laughs> blow. I'll clean it out real good. <laughs> there uh, yeah, won't I bought be anything the, left in it. I, I bought the screwdrivers to do it. I just haven't oh, gotten you to could it. Open it up. Yeah, because it has obviously specialized screws. Oh yeah. I might need to borrow that from you too at some point. So you, I can, you said that last time I brought I know, this up on the cast too. I know. I need to. I need to clean that. I'm, maybe um, we should. I just bring over. We just need we to have, have a console cleaning a, day. Yeah, like I, I, like I even took the stickers off of the, the screws that I need to take out. <laughs> yeah, I need to get a heat gun so I can do that. Even though it doesn't matter because like it's out of warranty and no one's gonna. Re- yeah, replace I it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I can't. I mean. My Xbox One's probably fine because it hasn't been played until hasn't recently. even been opened. Yeah, it hasn't. It was our. It's a box. No, it's you can it's, play it inside the box that it comes in. It's, it's so it overheats. So yeah, they didn't install fans in the box. <laughs> all right, so I think that's about probably all we can say about Borderlands. So let's see what was our what was our number two here. Number two is the Switch consoles. Yeah, that's that, it. The Switch. There's going to be two. There, there was rumors. Yeah, there was rumors of the smaller one, which sounds kind of dumbed down. Like it's a smaller Switch yeah. with pre-mounted um, Joy Cons. Like really focused on the mobile demographic and, yeah, and kind of like getting people off the 3DS into the Switch. And it sounds like the other ones are more like souped-up ones. So it's kind of like a. PlayStation Pro or a uh, or the Xbox One X, I guess would be like I I, yeah. I hesitate to really yeah, put it on that level. It's probably not going to be like that much of a power upgrade, but it's probably just going to be like just something that would improve. My guess is maybe a better screen. Um, Hopefully, it's bigger. I want a bigger Switch. I I don't know if it'll be bigger. I want a bigger Switch. I just think it'll have a longer battery life, probably a better screen, bigger and screen. probably slightly better processors yeah that's something i could see kind of like the new nintendo 3ds yeah where are they going to call it (laughs) the the new nintendo switch the new nintendo switch 
plus minus plus it the new t- new Nintendo Switch plus and minus. I know I sent to you uh, Switcho. No, you said the, little Switcho. The little Switcho. That's the smaller one, and the <laughs> the upgraded one is the big Switcho. <laughs> new Nintendo DS. <laughs> Switchstra. I was gonna name it the uh, Nintendo Switch Blade. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that because it's all one piece. It'll cut you. It's sharp. It'll cut you. Because don't, that's don't who that's it. the screens. They're sharp brand. They're sharp. Are they really? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> They're sharp. Sharp. Are they sharp aquos? Aquos. They're gonna have that uh, extra color. UHD screens. Um 4K, 8K in your switch. <laughs> AK, um, no, the uh, upgraded, the better oh yeah, one they're, has, they're will saying, have an extra fan. Right. So, <laughs> ever ever people speculate like they they're, they're like gonna remove some stuff from the little one, to, like the H like the HD rumble might not be there. I heard it would have no rumble. Yeah, that's what, I I wasn't Which sure makes if that was sense because it's gonna rattle the screen. That's true. Yeah, I just and one person, someone said it's like that it has like the worst type like the HD rumble. Is like, like yeah, it's cool. Like in like when you're using it, because like you can like how you feel it. But like, it has like the worst sound ever. Like the worst sound of having your phone on your like table. Yeah, vibrate. it's it's strong. Like just super it is loud like, and that's it's yeah. lo- it's even louder than that actually. God, it's it's like a like the most uncomfortable vibration sound. Yeah, it's ever. it's real strong, but I. So, so I can understand that being taken out for hardware reasons, but which like, I assume you could still hook up a standard Joy-Con to it, like yeah. wirelessly. But you would hope so. You just can't <laughs> strap it on the sides. Would be my guess. Um, having a phone rumble but, on top of, or uh, having your phone on vibrate on top of a pile of quarters. But I wonder <laughs> what they're gonna do for the charging situation. Yeah, that's because, like, okay, I'm just saying if you if you now can't connect Joy Cons. Like, you can connect a Joy-Con theoretically to this because I assume it's a smaller a smaller Switch still will have the docking capabilities. It would have to. You would hope so. I mean, that's, that's kind of, like, the point. But since now Switch. it just has, like, mounted Joy-Cons, um, what, what's the situation there? Because then, like I said, you could still theoretically then, or you would have to if it could dock... Yeah, you'd have to connect other Joy Cons or other controllers. Yeah, but, or even like, but how do you charge said controllers? Because the only way to charge them that I know of is by putting them, like, strapping them to the console. That's interesting. So you can't you can't even charge them when when they're in that controller dock. Then I think you might be able to. There's no. I I, I would think that there's so like there a is plug on a those. there is a charging version of that like is cradle. There, oh, okay. Like there is one that does have a like battery pack in it. Because hmm. otherwise, when they're docked in that, it's just like a piece of plastic. Really? And it doesn't oh, okay. look like there's a plug on it. But now that you say that, they might include one that will have a, a jack in there to charge it. And I don't know if the charging ones do, because I've never... I mean, I assume they do. Or I guess you're just going to have to sack up and buy a third-party Joy-Con charger. Maybe. I, I don't... Like, that seems insane I mean, to we me won't that you... know till down the line. I'm just... That seems crazy to me that they would sell, like... 
they would sell you extra joy cons but not have a like an official way to charge them besides i mean it would them. have to come with something yeah. well, i mean even like saying saying that currently like if you were to be someone that bought multiple joy like sets of joy cons because let's say you wanted to play mario party and the only way you can charge them is either is docking them to your switch and charging it or that's what i have to do because sometimes they die when they're not connected a yeah, lot so, of the time so usually so it's like you have to make sure like like oh i've company come over i better like make sure all of my joy cons are charged by doing this awkward thing <laughs> It's like either that or buying a third party thing where you can just charge like six joy cons at a time. Like I said, I think there might be I know there is a different like cradle thing that might it might charge kind of like the uh, the pro controllers do. That's that's what I would hope. But I don't know because I haven't the the console, which this is real dumb and it kind of always bugged me about the switch. It didn't. There, there is a better cradle, like I said, that has like extra battery life, and it yeah. might be able to charge the controllers for all I know. Okay, but that's not the one that the console came with. The console just came with the plastic one. Plastic that's like just a plastic holder. God damn it! Are they gonna replace? They'll release a Nintendo Labo charger. It's made that's, out of cardboard. Yes. I don't know how you plug anything in, but it's just cardboard. It's it, well, I mean, it'll come with the probably with the console the itself is cardboard. <laughs> it's all it's just a circuit board, and then you have to build the cardboard shell around it, yes. and that's the uh, basically the two DS equivalent of the <laughs> Switch that they're releasing. Yes, yes, that's exactly it. It's it's Switch Labo. Switch Labo. Um, I don't know if it'd be compatible with the Labo VR stuff. The switch might be too thick <laughs> that way. <laughs> you have to build your dock too out of cardboard. <laughs> That'd be terrible. It's dock labo. This is the one hundred percent labo system. They went all in on on cardboard. <laughs> yeah, they bought the world supply of cardboard for this. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know I. I'm looking forward to the hardware revisions for the Switch. Like I said, I really held out on buying, held off on buying the first generation Switch. I wanted to like make sure I get in on like the first of like the re first revisions or I guess major revisions. I'll have to see what these are. I might trade up as long as there yeah. is by Obviously that time still a uh, GameStop. Yeah, there's there's few details out right now, so it's. All, a lot of this is like speculation on our part and other people's part, but I don't know I I I look forward to a beefier switch, something with more more firepower, so to speak, maybe better battery. Uh, yeah, I mean, I assume the battery will be it, the battery's all right in there now. It can last depending on which game you're playing, because Zelda is one of the more taxing games, and you get about two hours. Which, I mean, two hours really isn't that bad of game time, realistically. Yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, considering, like, if you're, I mean, there's probably few situations nowadays where you're not going to be near at least an outlet to charge something. I mean, or, like, like I play handheld in the house a lot. Yeah. So that it's just, like, I can just pop it in the dock for a bit. And, I mean, two hours is a pretty good game cycle. Yeah. Yeah, considering I have less than that to play games usually in any given day. But, I mean, if you're playing, like, 
a lot of what I play on there is indie games or lower graphical games, so it's not running the thing as hard, so it doesn't need to like kick on the fan as much or it's not that, taking so. off like a jet engine like the PlayStation 4 does every time Don't, you put a disc in. That I mean mine's just permanently like that. <laughs> I could be on Hulu and it sounds like it's freaking running I'm trying on to watch cylinders. a movie, goddammit. Turn my fan off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those PlayStations are notorious. I mean, I guess it's I guess it was even bad in the first iteration of the PlayStation 4 Pros where like the the fan was like way too fucking loud and I guess now like more recently they've made them quieter i mean part of me has thought of trading up but i'm like it's it's, so it's too late. close to a new console cycle yeah, for me like, to care <laughs> yeah which i don't know maybe the next console cycle is the last one it's just gonna don't be, say that it's gonna be all all google stadia nope all the time you depends nev- on how much money you give them you'll never don't own give a, them money you'll never own a game ever again all right, on to the next news segment before Justin <laughs> makes me cry. <laughs> uh, let's see what I have for you for the last one. Oh, yeah, Sega. Sega, Sega. We're going to get a, a cool Sega system. And it's like $79.99. Yeah. It's 80 bucks. 80 basically. bucks for 40 games. It's kind of overpriced in my opinion, but it does come with two controllers, so that's more than... Uh, Sega Genesis Mini. I don't know. I don't... I mean... Looking at like the what, how much was the Super Nintendo? Sixty. Sixty. I thought it was eighty. Sixty. I don't think it was sixty. I think. I think. Okay, the NES was sixty. Yeah, the, the NES was sixty, which I looked the other day. It's still I fucking. Was, I was at Target the other day. It's still fucking sixty dollars at Target. I thought the uh, like. I thought they were like trying to sell those things out. No, you should have picked it up. I'm. I still might because Cause they're not. Like, they're not making more of those. I know. There's like there's like four of them there. Yeah, they are not making any I gotta, more I want to go get NES. one. I assume they're still making SNES for a bit, but Yeah, I know they're not making the NES. But yeah, the SNES was 80. How many games did that come up, come with? Um I think it was about the same, wasn't it? Like 40 maybe? I don't It was yeah, it was somewhere around there. This seems like a reasonable amount of games. I I think that's always depending on what games they pick, that's a good sample size. I mean, even the yeah. the SNES had like a pretty good sampling. It's it's all on the SNES. It's all but perfect because like literally, if Chrono Trigger was on there, I'd be like, it's the perfect set. <laughs> but it, it no doesn't Chrono have Trigger. Chrono Trigger. Yeah, I mean they they even have Mario RPG on that SNES. Did they release the full list of games? Because I didn't see. I don't the think full. they have yet. They they only teased like the first few, which seem like decent games that I. But this is hopefully good, but I know that... Uh, Depending on what they announce, this could be a really good deal. Yeah, but also I know the the Genesis, it's like... Its soundboard is like near impossible to emulate. Yeah. These people sound like they're real good and know what they're doing, though. But, uh, you know, I, I their previous iterations of this stuff have not gone well. Yeah, but I'm hoping this one does a lot. It, it, it's it's pretty exciting when people that care about good Sega Genesis stuff get on board with a project for Sega Genesis stuff. Yeah, I I'll keep an eye on this thing because it does seem reasonably priced on like the uh, PlayStation one. Yes, which compared to the PlayStation, that was a well train wreck. Can you believe that that was a hundred dollars and now it's it's standard it's standard priced at forty bucks? That's crazy. 
I keep thinking I'm picking one up, but only I'm I'm holding you out until it's twenty dollars. Wait for that twenty dollar mark, and then you'll just go buy all of them. I'll just well, I'll buy at least one with that twenty <laughs> bucks. Be like, oh, I can justify twenty dollars for a tiny PlayStation with two controllers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think this is probably going to be something I'll buy just because. It's funny that this is like a thing now, considering like how many years we've gone with. The like mini system similar similar to this, where it's just like you hook it up to your TV and it just has a bunch of pre built games into it, but it's like a terrible, cheaply made piece of crap. Yeah, I mean a poor knockoff. These are have been pretty well built, um, from at least the Nintendo side. Yeah, well, the fact that Nintendo was crazy enough to just build their own emulator from the ground up. Yeah, which, <laughs> I mean, people were just obviously dumping games into because it yeah. could just run ROMs. Yeah, that's that's to me, that's like the best the best part is like the fact that you can just you can mod your SNES classic and put like an SD card in or whatever or just dump it into the memory of it because I guess it can hold like a bunch of games just with the, the default memory that it has. And just put like whatever SNES game you want into it and it'll play it. Not like we're encouraging people to do that. <laughs> That's illegal. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Questionably. Questionably illegal. But the fact that you can, I think, is really cool. The fact the fact that Nintendo went out there and built like a good enough emulator that you could just go find you could well don't you can't go find ROMs. You can dump your own ROM. Onto your PC. I, I do and have just play it. <laughs> I have a couple qualms about the NES Classic and the SNES Classic, and that's that they're to reset it or like to get back to the game selection. Yeah, you have, you to, have to like the, yeah. get up and actually reset it. Yeah, unless you have a controller with a home button, there aren't really a lot of control. Like, I think Eight Bitto makes or. Yeah, whatever that company is that yeah. makes controllers that hook up, some of those might have a home so you have button. To buy or like a third party controller. Either that, or you can hook up uh, the uh, pro controllers from the 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 Wii that oh, have that a home really? button. Oh, really? Yeah, those had a home button on it that acts as a reset button. Huh. But yeah, they they really go. They they really went for that authentic, making you get up and press the reset button on the fucking console. Just not exactly the greatest. No, not not in today's standards, but they. I think they I mean, really wanted to the make the short cord. They wanted to make us suffer. Yeah, I'm like, I don't like. I don't remember really the old know. days? Well, this is also part of the old days. Now, fuck you. Yeah, and I don't know if there's a way to maybe program or if it even has coding. Like, I don't know why pressing start and select. I know that. I know LR start select was reset in some games, so maybe holding all that will act like a home button it's possible maybe we or, should try it out <laughs> or if that was still soft reset games or i don't know start and select just simultaneously should act as a home button in my opinion yeah that makes sense to me especially in the context of how we <clears throat> sorry i was drinking something I had a hiccup coming especially in like modern a modern context where we have did they're, they're digital games. You don't have to get up to put a disc in or swap out cartridges, so you shouldn't have to get up just to get back to the home menu of the game. I don't know, but I don't know how the PlayStation one worked because I didn't buy it because it's too expensive for what you get. But maybe this Sega one will be good. 
We'll, well see. currently the PlayStation One's cheaper than the Sega One. It's half the price. Yeah, but I I have more. Pretty reverence. soon it's going to be free. I've I've more. I rev- can't get these things. Give these things away fast <laughs> enough. I have more reverence for Sega Genesis than I do the PlayStation because I never owned one. Mm. I never. I hardly ever got to play one. I had one friend with the PlayStation, and it was me. And it I was, was not me. No, and even back then when we had he had the PlayStation. Guess what we were playing? We were playing Nintendo 64 and GameCube. It's weird. Well, I guess GameCube makes sense, but... Yeah, like, two rock. A lot of two rock back then. It's good times. Lots and lots of two rock and Dr. Thunder. The N64 is not a great console. <laughs> no, I have a lot of memories it's, on that, but I'm like, man, it's looking those back, games did not hold up like at no, all. No, they're like, yeah. Even like Mario sixty four, like opening, like being the first like experience to three D gaming, and that was just like man, that is Quest sixty four was the best game. Perfect Dark, Quest. <laughs> um, I remember playing a game that was like helicopters. I don't remember what it was called, but it was just you just fight each other with helicopters. Sounds familiar. It was a good game. I don't know. There was. I'm pretty sure it's terrible by today's standards, but it was a good game. We back had a Scooby Doo game on there. Oh yeah. Um, we had a lot of weird stuff that it was almost like, why did we get this? <laughs> when I th- when I think back on some of the games we had, it was like, man, that was a really terrible game. I don't know why we had it. Yeah, I think we had that Scooby Doo game. Pretty sure we it's had like the Scooby Doo game. It was a really bad game. Like you would sneak around, but yep. it was like, and because it was like. Wasn't it like in a museum and it was yeah. just, and you just relived like certain like basically episodes of yeah it wasn't good and yet I think I've played it like four times. <laughs> I mean, well, that's how it was. You we we only got games for like I got your like, birthday and yeah. Christmas. Oh yeah, back then it was just like I got a game for birth my birthday and Christmas and sometimes only one because my birthday was like right next to Christmas, but then. Then my brother's birthday would come around, which is like, you get new- which is in May, and that's when like games would be on sale for whatever reason. So my brother would get two games. See, my, I only got one. See, my brother, <laughs> um, he was the one who got the Scooby Doo game. I couldn't help but think it was a waste of a game. Yeah, I, now that you say that, I think it was also my brother that got the Scooby Doo game. <laughs> oh God! But yeah, we had a lot of just weird games that. We went through. I wish I had all that stuff. I think it's still at my parents' house, so I don't even like know what the full, full collection was for those games. I have to go look. I'm gonna go steal them. These are mine. <laughs> they're like at one point they're like trying to be like we gotta give these to your brother. They're his. I'm like no, these were mine too. Also, I'm the one with a kid. Yeah, <laughs> it's I'm the they're they're gonna get use for from like my family like he's just gonna put them on a shelf and just be like I have these. I mean that's what I do. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I, we rented a lot of games way back in the day. Oh too. yeah, that's that was, like how you do. Yeah, our like that was such a different like that's that's the modern or that's the, that's the retro version of Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's basically what it is because like my um. I'm pretty sure my Nintendo like 64 collection is really small because back then all we did was we rented games like I would. And if I didn't beat it, we would just rent it again. And that's how like every week we would just rent a different game. You know, it's kind of awful. I had a 
growing up, one of the games I got for like, I think my birthday was Pokemon Stadium. And I say this is bad because I didn't own, at the time, I didn't have a Game Boy. Oh, so there's like nothing you could really do at all. I had to play with like the teams that were already in there that were obviously not great. Yeah. I mean, I could play all the mini games and stuff, but it, yeah, I mean, I, it, it's like I got half that game. <laughs> not to, yeah, not to mention like Pokemon Stadium is like another one of those games where you like, you got to just have another friend with <laughs> so you could play battle each other. That's the point of that game. <laughs> we would just battle with the pre-made teams. God, that sounds terrible. It was all right. Um, I mean, you make do. I thought it was cool because I. For me, it was just all battling Mewtwo's. See, everybody, everybody else. I I I've mentioned this to you before, but everybody else was like really into Pokemon, and I like I felt like I was on the sidelines because we didn't. You're have all cable. about that Digimon. We didn't have cable TV, so I had Digimon. So I was really into Digimon. Yeah, but everybody else was into Pokemon, but I couldn't watch the show. Uh, I didn't have money, like, because a lot of the other kids they had allowances and stuff. So obviously they spent their allowance on Pokemon cards. I didn't have Pokemon cards. What channel was Pokemon on? It was on then. Cartoon Network. Was it? Huh. I didn't have Cartoon Network. I don't I know had, how I watched it then. I had Digimon. Or it might have even been on... Uh, it I think it was on that ABC channel. The one that I was mentioning last the other week that was like ABC Family. It or was it on, on the WB? It might have been on WB. I think it was... It might have been WB. It was probably on WB. Because I'm like... I it was have, on a like slight cable that we didn't have. Because it was like, yeah, because I think we had, for the longest time, we had like the low tier cable. So I didn't have Cartoon Network until I got yeah, to Yeah, then it must school. have been on WB. And so I was like, and so I was just like, wait, how did I watch it then? <laughs> okay, it must have been on, I mean, obviously I didn't watch it, so I didn't yeah. know what channel it's on. <laughs> you just, you you had this, the what you could get on the antenna. The, yeah, the I had, rabbit ears. I had like 10 channels maybe. But Which was funny one of them was like a church channel. <laughs> we at one point I finally got a TV in my room and it was like just an old TV my dad got from like one of his friends and it was one of those ones that was rabbit ears. So like we had like the cable or whatever, but I couldn't hook anything up. I couldn't watch any because it was like an old enough. It was an old enough TV that it had the rabbit ears. It had no um like I cable input or something. It was like. I can't remember exactly what it was. Oh, that's right. So it didn't have a remote. You had to push, like, you had, like, a 1 through, like, 13 on it, and you actually had to, like, open up a panel and, like, tune each channel oh, God. into it. And so I could only get over-the-air channels on it until my parents, like, for my birthday, they bought me a VCR that you could hook up into the coax on the back of the TV that and then I could actually watch cable through the VCR that was hooked up to the T. This is a ghetto ass TV, and I had to use like the remote on the VCR to change the channel on the TV. Yeah, that setups like that were always ghetto. Yep, and that's what I did, and that is how I w- started watching anime. Was because like I started watching. I I would I one time I like stayed up late and we just watched like me and my brother were just watching Cartoon Network. And we got to the point where it's like, wow, there's some new shows that we've never seen are coming on. What's this? What's this? What is what is Adult Swim? <laughs> what is this? And Shh, be quiet. Don't let your parents know. <laughs> Adults only. Get yeah. out of the pool. 
Yeah, like I mean, Bell's that was... old school. And it just happened to be the first episode of Yu Yu Hakusho that came on. And my mind was blown. If my dad came in and we were watching that, we'd quickly change the channel <laughs> so he didn't know. So, because at my dad's house, we eventually had satellite. Oh, um, but yeah. you could, satellite had really good parental controls. So he blocked a lot of channels. Oh, God, no. Um, yeah. So there, we were like, don't he can't catch us watching this. Yeah, or else he'll block it. There was once a like power outage or something and it like it it restarted the boxes in a way, but the parental controls were off, so we were, we were <laughs> like, just don't say anything. He he won't know. <laughs> yeah, so but then then after that, I realized that like my my um my tape player could actually record like blank tapes and it had like a scheduling on it so like i didn't have to have the tv on to actually do to do this but you could set your vcr to just start recording at a certain time and so since the tv didn't need to be on and the cables just connected directly to uh, my vcr i i had like the like the first iteration of what would be considered a dvr (laughs) and so i just set my thing at midnight, just start recording, and I like had like a tape that you could record six hours of video on. Oh, jeez! And so I would just that would just be my thing. Like I would just after school, I would just that would just put the tape back in and rewind it, and I would just watch all the old Adult Swim stuff that I I didn't get to watch because I was at, I had to go to sleep. We just stayed up like scrubs. <laughs> so I like like that's when like like fully coolie would be on at like three in the morning so it's like i would just fast forward to like the three three hour mark i'm like yeah fully coolie this show's so fucking cool see this was one of the nice things about satellite we it was like a different time zone yeah it was two hours earlier than everybody else yeah so you have to stay up as late that was always like that was a cool thing going to a friend's house is being going going in like yeah we can watch all these things that we don't get to watch because it's it's late it's early yeah (laughs) it's late for us but early for them yeah it was man time zones don't exist on satellites but but yeah i just didn't uh i like didn't get to be part of everybody's pokemon cult (laughs) i think it was my ninth birthday or yeah around there when i turned nine i think my one of my friends got me a pack uh, a single booster pack of pokemon cards (laughs) and so what am i gonna do with these yeah i didn't have like anything (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I didn't really get enough Pokemon cards to ever really do anything with. Like, I got, like, a starter set and then, like, a few boosters here and there. But, like, not nothing to, like, be like, I got got this crazy competitive deck I can go play people with. See, I still, like, went and saw the movie and then I eventually did get a Game Boy and, like, I, I got Pokemon Blue with it. But... Yeah, I mean, it was almost like a that ship sailed sort of thing. Like, I was, <laughs> yeah, it was real so late. long ago because I, I got it like a year or two after it was already like the thing. And now you're more in the Pokemon than I am. I I mean, <laughs> that's because there's not really another option. <laughs> I'm still really into Digimon, but we, just, we don't get any good Digimon games. We do not as good as Pokemon games. That's I mean that yeah that there just isn't the Digimon games Digimon didn't hold up as good as Pokemon I can admit that I'm the bigger person here uh, I want some better monster rancher rancher games I, I I always I secretly liked Monster Rancher 
And I say that because like that was like a shameful thing to like. I already was like getting picked on for liking Digimon. So it's like I might as well watch the worst thing. <laughs> well, I I could only watch it at my friend's house, and he would I you'd sometimes I'd be watching it, and then he would shut it off on me because <laughs> I knew he didn't like it. That's hilarious. There was several Are you shows. This shit? Yeah, there were several shows that he would like just shut off when I was I would start watching. What a jerk. Yeah, what a jerk. What a jerk. I I can't remember the shameful shows that I watched. I'm sure I'll remember them at some point, but anyway, that's the Sega Genesis for you. Yeah. Everybody go buy that when it comes out. Do we take a break after this? Yes. We're gonna take a break right now. Some may never know the sweet, succulent taste and smell of ham, but there is one thing that any with an open heart and mind may one day know the aromatic trip to Flavortown of. My audio-visual internet videos that don't have intrinsic smell or taste. Hi there, welcome to Denny's. I'm Aaron. I'll be your server today. Oh yeah, and get this, I run a YouTube channel called Lofty Smalls. Crazy, right? I'm an absolute unit at search engine optimization, so if you want to look me up, all it takes is a search of my channel name into any functional search engine, and I'm literally the only thing that comes up. Or you can find me at youtube.com slash C slash waffle cake if you prefer. That's one Lofty Smalls trademark at your service. I like to describe my content as video game essays with a hefty portion of shitpost mixed in. Like a dollop of daisy in your chili on a cold winter's morn. And I'm literally getting snowed in as we speak. Please send help. Or that mead that Girder makes with juniper berries mixed in. Again, that's Lofty Smalls trademark at youtube.com slash C slash waffle cake. Well, I think I'll be on my way now. I've got a batch of cookies in the oven that every person who subscribes to me in the next 10 milliseconds will have instantly appear in their bloodstream. Good luck, you fucking weirdos. Thank you, and ta-ta! Cheerio! Have a nice day now! Oh, and enjoy the rest of the podcast. Thanks for having me, LGA. All right, and we are back with the news. Gotta have some news. We have more news. More news, because we already talked about news. We had the top three articles, and now we're going to talk about the next 9,000. <laughs> uh, but not really. Not really. We, we, got some, we got some stuff. We got some stuff to talk about. So Microsoft is now delving into Nindy's territory. They're doing showcases on indie games for the Xbox. And they had one of those streams this week. And of the things they talked about were After Party, Void Bastards, and Supermarket Shriek. Which all sound pretty interesting. So I don't know. Does the PlayStation do this next? Do they do they do uh, do an indie showcase? Yeah. Maybe. Oh, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I I hesitate to really call on that because I mean they <laughs> obviously now have their own f- thing like a direct. Yeah. Um, but they're gonna do their own E3. I don't know because all these like both Xbox and PlayStation have always had like summer and spring like yeah lineups for indie titles, but they never really had video showcases. That's true. That's so. very true. 
So maybe. Yeah. Xbox has had their like inside Xbox stuff before. And Nintendo, like, how many years have they been doing their directs now? Long time. <laughs> it's like they just, they almost completely pieced out of, like, they're at E3, but they just don't do E3. Well, it's a direct. Yeah. They direct to you. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore, they don't. The, the snap. They don't beam it directly into my brain anymore like yeah. they used to. Not since Smash. But that's, a, that, I don't know, that's, there, there's not much there, there, there to discuss. Um, <laughs> Anthem has likely cracked $100 million in digital revenue. But who really knows? So that this, this actually comes in from an analyst firm, Superdata. And they, they report that they estimate that Anthem has made over $100 million, which in giving, they give it an above average download rate. Additionally, they has made an, an estimated $3.5 million from in-app purchases on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. So I don't know. It's weird. That's weird. I don't know. I don't want to believe that Anthem has made that much money because that makes me like feel gross a little bit considering the launch of that game and everything surrounding it. I don't know. What's your hot take on Anthem money? I mean, I hope it hasn't made that much money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it, it's made that much money because like microtransactions and everything, that's like awful. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that. Right. Cause that sends a really bad message to the gaming industry. At large. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, we can, we can make shitty games that nearly brick your console and we're still going to make a shitload of money and fuck all of you. <laughs> but I don't know. Like I said, that came that comes in from an analyst firm. So I, they could have some sort of vested interest in that. Maybe they work for EA. That's the that's a conspiracy. I they, sure hope not. They work for EA and they're trying to do puff pieces for that to try to get people to be like, oh well, maybe Anthem isn't that bad. Maybe we should spend some money on Anthem on this terribly disappointing game. But I don't know. I know that there are people out there that are all about Anthem. And they are wrong and they should play Apex instead. That's my hot take. <laughs> Have you been playing any more Apex lately? Nope. You fell off of off the Apex wagon? I fall incredibly easily off online games. Yeah. I guess it's as someone who plays mostly single player games, I imagine it's easy for you to do. Yeah, I, I, nothing really sticks to me. <laughs> it's just every, everything just falls off of me. It's just they just the games hit me in the face and they they just slide right off. You would be amazed. But they're getting another. Um, they they'll have another character on top of Anthem during this season one of their battle pass. Or I always forget what they're they're calling it but yeah they're yeah battle pass so two characters for season one octane and some other character did they announce it yet by this point no i don't think they did i don't think that they, they've called a name on it but the uh they're going with the uh fortnite route that the season pass will get you over 100 items 
you have to earn while playing. But I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna get that battle pass because I don't play. I don't play enough. I don't play enough video games. I've heard it takes like crazy amounts of EXP to level. Yeah, like way too much, which is discouraging for people like me who don't have like a ton of time to dump into these games. Like if you have to dump several hours a day just to level up and you're going to hit that, what what's the max level? hundred or 75. I can't remember. Um, but they, uh, it's definitely not going to be a thing I can do realistically. And especially if I want to try to play other games and cover other games on this podcast, eventually, eventually I have to do something, play something besides apex. Cause that's like all I've played with my limited time. All right. Up next, we have another case of video games that are censored for the U S market. So one piece world seeker has a DLC called hot springs. Which, I mean, you can only imagine what that features, but it's not going to be in the U.S. at all. Why? I, the, the, <laughs> um, People are already, like, in bikinis in that game. Are they? I, I know nothing about this game. What it's even, what is, this, what is this game? It's One Piece World Seeker. Yeah, what is One Piece? <laughs> Even what even is you one piece? You play as Luffy and you're on Prison Island. Do you go all through through all 900 episodes? No, you're just on Prison Island. <laughs> How many which episodes? Is a made is up, that? It's just a made up island for no. the game with made up OC characters. <laughs> it still has like other cameos and other characters, and you, it's got the crew and all, but it's an open world One Piece game. It seems all right, to be honest. It seems all right. So it's open. So you're. You run around, you stretch on, arm on the buildings. <laughs> so you, you can't beat up marines, you beat up pirates that look like all jaundiced cuz they're all yellow. <laughs> so but there's no like ship warfare? No. What the fuck? You see it's the one open world game where it makes sense that you can't go in the water cuz Luffy <laughs> yeah, ate a devil fruit yeah. so he would drown That's so he can't true. go in the water. But it's a pirate game. I want I want to fight ships. There's no naval combat as far as I know. Oh, I, well, I mean, I me not being a big One Piece person, so I guess, I don't know. You're just beating people up with your stretchy arms. Yeah. The game. But, yeah, it seems all right. I just don't know what a DLC for this would be and why it's being censored. Because everybody's, like, already in, like, basically beach clothes because that's just One Piece. Yeah, they're all like, half naked anyway. Yeah, because <laughs> like I mean, obviously they're not saying why, but they 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 say, oh, the the mission in question includes uh, scenes of Robin, Nami, and other straw hat ladies lounging in swimwear while teasing each other with lame jokes about their bust sizes. Okay, so that's probably censored. The bust size jokes. <laughs> There's jokes about bust sizes, so we're gonna exclude the DLC entirely. I mean, makes total sense. Some of that might be. I don't know if ESRB has anything to do with that because that might then push it to like an M rating. Oh, is this not like an M rated game? No, it's like a T rated oh, game. Oh, okay. Well, that might but, make sense. But sexual like themes or something of that nature might merit an M rating. 
So I don't know if like that might have to do with maybe some censorship. Yeah. Well, and people were at first people were blaming Sony for this about their new censorship rulings on sexually suggestive content. But uh, Sony Sony was like, no, this is like it's this is or or I guess um not Sony, but the um they're not making this available like in anywhere in North America, not just like Sony consoles. So like people thought that first it would be fine for the other consoles, but it just wasn't going to be on the PS4. But now it's like, no, we're not doing this for anywhere in North America. Nobody gets those lame bust size jokes. Yeah, just, I mean, I don't really know what the deal with this entirely is. Yeah. Censorship. (laughs) That's all it is. Uh, Gollum's time with his precious being made into a story-focused Lord of the Rings game. What do you think about that? You think it'll be a good game? Him just slowly devolving and insanity after I think the it's potentially a good game, but I don't really know because Lord of the Rings doesn't have the greatest track record for games. For games, no. But I mean, that that can be said of anything Anything that's kind of based off something else. It doesn't stand a great chance of being a game. Yeah. Because um, if it devi- to be a good game, you usually have to deviate pretty far from the source material and then people don't like that. Yeah. That is true. Um, this is being made by Datalik Entertainment. Are you familiar with them at all? I don't. Yeah. They said point and click adventure games, but I don't know what they've made off the top of my head. Um, I know I've played a lot of the stuff, but I can't think of it off the cuff right now. Decent games in your what you from vague memory. Let me look it up because I know they make something super noteworthy. They're saying this will. It'll first launch in 2021 on PC and all relevant console platforms at that time. So who knows what's going to be relevant in 2021, but it's going to be there. Along with other games. Um, They make the Deponia games. Okay. Yeah, just a lot of point and click games. So that makes me wonder, is this going to be a point and click game? Probably. Probably. Interesting. What the track record it would like have to be. <laughs> We're going to do something completely new and different and not anywhere close to what we have been doing. So what what was the other game that they've made? Shadow. Well, they published Shadow Tactics. They, they shall make Shadow okay. Tactics. They published it. That was a good game. You liked it? Yeah. All right. Well. Something to possibly look forward to. It's a ways out, like two years out is what they're saying. So we'll see in two years. Maybe next E3 they'll show something. Maybe. So this was kind of other bigger news. Um, Apple Arcade. Apple's going getting into the game business or again because they've tried kind of doing getting into games before. For the last time. <laughs> this is the final, the last time. So they, they're announcing this thing called Apple Arcade. And they just, they, it won't also just be um, for games that came out in App Store in the past, but new games from famous de- designers such as Will Wright, Ken Wong, and Hironobu Sakaguchi from Final Fantasy. 
So they uh, so they want to also help fund games that are being released through its servers. So that's going to be an interesting competitor to the market. I don't know how they're going to like, especially if it's going to have like iOS games in the past. Like, there's a shit top ton of games on the App Store. So there's going to be have to be some sort of curation involved with this too, if they're just going to just launch a shitload of games on the service that everyone will just have access to if they pay this monthly fee. I guess, uh, let's see, I was, I was trying to look up some stuff here. But uh, I was hearing that they also, like, we're going to have stuff like magazines and stuff too. Like, That's real weird, but okay. I don't know I, if it's I like part really of the same service. I don't about this. Yeah, I was I was listening to someone else. They're they're mentioning something about like also like magazines too, which is I don't know. But uh, we'll see what happens with this. This is gonna be interesting. Everyone, everyone's getting in the game business. Everyone that's big all of a sudden is getting into the game business. Apple versus Google V two. Well, then there's supposedly going to be Amazon as well. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, Amazon, Cause to be fair, Amazon has already kind of been getting, like, they've already been dipping their fingers in this stuff, too, because obviously, like, they have, like, the Amazon, like, Lumberyard thing where you can just access, like, people that are using Lumberyard can have access to the, the, the crap, what is that, Cry t- CryEngine? within Lumberyard and they want to like have like basically distributed development of games through their services as a part of um, AWS so that'll be we'll see what happens with that it's going to be this going to be like a like a dual a dual big three so it's going to be like Xbox it'll be like Microsoft Nintendo, Sony, and then Amazon, Google, and Apple. It's like a shadow government. <laughs> this is the deep state of video games. Who who comes out on top? I don't know. It's a mess. Is this going to be like the AFC versus the... Uh, fuck, what's the other? <laughs> In the NFL, there's like two different, there's AFC and some other, I'm not, I'm not good with football, but there's extreme football, but there's like in, in for the Super Bowl, there's like two sides of the bracket and there's like the AFC versus the other one. And so Google, Amazon and Apple's on one side of the bracket and then Nintendo, Microsoft and Sony's on the other side of the bracket. And then who versus who, who gets to the championship? I'm pitting, I'm saying, I say Google versus Nintendo. Nintendo's already proven that they can be almost destroyed and come back from the dead. I, I really don't know. I ain't got a stake in this. It's too much of a mess. <laughs> it's a huge mess. It's, it's, video games are weird. That's all I have to say. Video games are weird. You know what else is going to be weird? No Man's Sky in VR on PlayStation this summer. Yeah, I saw that. That must be part of that update. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's... 
going to make me dizzy. <laughs> just, yeah. That'd be it. This seems like a weird one to ha- play in VR. I think that would that'd be like the type of one that would give you motion sickness. Trying to jump and do your... I mean, the, the way you traverse through that world and trying to do it faster where you jump and use a jetpack at the same time to kind of give yourself a boost and then kind of float as long as possible. I think that would just give you some extreme motion sickness. But I don't know. Could be wrong. People could just be getting more used to it. It seems like we're getting like new VR headsets left and right these days. Like uh, Valve is coming out with a new one that they've announced. Which I'm kind of wondering about. Like, are they are they uh, terminating their relationship with HTC? Because it seemed like they were kind of imp- like partnered up with those guys for that, and now they're kind of going off and doing their own thing. I don't know. <laughs> Marcus, you're killing me over there. You're not talking at all. I, I don't. I don't know on this. <laughs> I don't know. I'm talking myself over here. It's. <laughs> I have no idea on any of this. (laughs) This was not a great news cycle week. No, it wasn't. There was, I mean, despite the fact that GDC is, or no, despite the fact that PAX is happening, there's not a lot of stuff happening. I mean, there was Borderlands and Gearbox stuff. Yeah, there's the big stuff. I guess we didn't cover like Risk of Rain 2 and all that other stuff announced through Gearbox. Yeah, they did. They and did. Risk of Rain 2 being like 3D and it's kind of an interesting art style. And it's they were briefly giving away two CD codes. So if you like got into what is it? The what the greenlit thing on. Oh, uh, Steam Greenlight. Yeah. If you did, if you went through the Steam like early access bullcrap or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. It, would give you two codes, but huh. it's like that period's kind of ended. It was yeah. also through uh, GOG, I think, was also honoring that, too. That's kind of cool. So, so that was like kind of like a thing that... So, so is that a game that, that Gearbox made, or, or are Publish. they publishing? Okay. Gearbox... Um, that that was a lot of the their little thing with Borderlands. It wasn't all Borderlands stuff. Only the back half was. Most of the front half. All was, the stuff just kind of got buried after the Borderlands it, news came out. Yeah, it just was. They announced quite a few like indie titles. Uh, from you, typically from people who are like devs that are known within the industry that they're now publishing games for. Yeah. And they started like the very first game I remember when they announced the publishing division of Gearbox was that Bulletstorm uh, like remaster with Duke Nukem. And that kind of became a joke with a lot of this because they're obviously adding skins to Borderlands 1 and people were like, are they adding Duke Nukem to Borderlands 1? (laughs) Well, and also like that, that um, I guess I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. Anyway, um, yeah, that would be. <laughs> apparently, they had like a Duke that that Duke Nukem thing. So that's yeah. See some Bullet Storm skins in in Borderlands, maybe, maybe. I mean, I still really want a board, uh, Bullet Storm too, but we're probably never gonna get that. I don't know. This could pave the way. 
if the, I think if this sells I, well I, enough, I think that they could I be like... I thought the remaster of Bulletstorm would have paved <laughs> the way, but I don't think it sold very well. That's a bummer. That game's really good. It just is like... It doesn't get enough credit. Yeah. Like, Bulletstorm's actually a really good game. I guess I'll have to check this one out because it's one that definitely slipped under my radar. So this is one that I thought was kind of this this next article. This is like everyone kind of blew this out of proportion. Um, so Minecraft removes multiple references to Notch. In yeah, their, that was weird. It's like in the what they re- removed were three of the splash texts on the main screen, the menu. So there's like a list of like 200 something uh, splash texts that pop up under the name of the game Minecraft. And one of them was like created by Notch, and then the other one's like uh, developed by Notch, and something like that. And that one was like a reference to like his wedding day, and they just removed those three, and that was it. Obviously, he's still in the credits. Like, yeah, we all know he started making the game, but uh, Minecraft is a far cry from the last time he actually touched it. So, I mean, I don't know why people were making like a huge deal. Like, I've seen, I saw articles where people were like. Minecraft or Microsoft removes all mentions of Notch in the game. It's like what the three beyond the 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 three at like point five beyond hit the credit in the game credits. Because I mean, big deal. <laughs> it's I mean they could remove those splash texts completely, and they would still probably make articles like this. So I don't know why people are blowing it out of proportion. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Just move on. He's just a crazy guy on Twitter now. It's revisionist history, that's why. <laughs> but he's still in the credits. He may have created Minecraft, but we created Minecraft. All the people. Yeah, and you're in the credits. Yeah. And you. Yeah, and you. No, I don't know if that's in the credits. It but- probably is. <laughs> I, I feel like that's like in every game credits now. You, the player, as it used to, it made me happy in the SNES era. Yeah, you. Brought to you by you. That's that's socialist gaming. That's how I like it. (laughs) It's socialist gaming. Uh, Bethesda return or confirms that Panic Button will return to handle the new Wolfenstein game on Switch. So. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Hooray. Panic Button, who's making like a lot of games More Switch for the ports. Switch. Yay. Yeah. It's what everyone wants. Everyone wants to play their... They, pooping they, games. Yep. Everyone's turning everything into a pooping game. Um, Move past this borderline stuff we've already covered. Oh, so this was interesting. Uh, Amazon Prime subscribers, you can get a free year of Nintendo Switch online. Uh, well, kind of. Kind of? Okay, so it's kind of a convoluted process. You get, it looks like yes, you get ninety days up front, and then after sixty days, you can claim the other nine months. Oh, that's weird. Yes. So you have to be like on top of it. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, but like up front, if you have like through Amazon Prime, you get Twitch Prime. So, and then yeah. through Twitch Prime, if you link your Nintendo account. You can get 90 days. Oh, okay. And then after 60 of those days, so after 60 of the days from when you do that, 
you'll be able to get the other nine months. Are you going to do this and get your... Well, I already got the 90 <laughs> days, so yeah, theoretically, if I... Well, I should be able to... If you're me and so yeah, you're... You already have the online thing, I'm sure. Yeah, but it stacks. Oh, it does It stack. does stack. Okay. So um, you have to get it within 60 days of ordering it, or do you have to get sixty within 60 days of when the stack goes to... No, within just registering it, oh, okay. it'll be sixty days from then. That's kind of a that's weird. And then you can get the other nine like months because I'm sure they're banking on people forgetting. Oh, okay. And I think they're also banking on people, like they probably don't want people just signing up for like an Amazon Prime free trial oh, and then getting their yeah. a whole sense. year of Nintendo. So at least then they'd only be out the ninety days. How how cheap do you have to be to <laughs> do something like that? Because I mean, what's the Switch Online is twenty bucks for a whole year? Is that? Yeah, <laughs> but like I said, I get yeah. Since it's gonna stack on mine, it's yeah. it'll be like I have two years now. I mean, I'm like I mean, people that will sign up for a free Amazon Prime just to don't talk to the Amazon. <laughs> I I was talking smack about Amazon and the the. The Alexa heard you. We got to say that quietly. At least I can say it because I'm further away. The Echo heard me. He said, sorry, I don't know that. Hey, Alexa, sign me up for Nintendo. Why would you invite that into your home? I have two links to the, the FBI over there. Oh, God. I have the Google, too. Anyway. um, Yeah, so. She's still listening. Alexa, stop. <laughs> she's still, she's, they're always listening. The FBI. So, yeah, it's pretty convoluted how this works, but, I mean, you can theoretically get a whole year, so that's kind of nice, and it it's stacks. It's a good deal, but, yeah, you got to first sign up for Amazon Prime, then sign and then link and it then to link your it Twitch, to Twitch, and, and then, then <laughs> link that to Nintendo. Fun, fun for everybody. See, I was already at least linked with the Twitch stuff, so because yeah. you get like tons of free games, even yeah, you though got I some free haven't coins been, for Apex, I haven't been playing those free games through there, but I keep claiming them. I gotta do that. I keep forgetting. They give too, away a lot of good stuff. There's but too many free things I gotta keep doing, and I keep forgetting about. I gotta like set myself a schedule at this point to remember to do it. You're never going to. So speaking of Panic Button, they're also bringing Torchlight 2 to consoles. Oh, that's cool. I mean, how Torchlight old is... Torchlight 2 is good. It's a good game. This is a good... Uh, Diablo-like. Yeah, Diablo-esque game. Um, I mean, for a while... I mean, like still in some ways, it's like... Well, because it hit at the right time, like right... Yeah. Especially Torchlight 1, like right when Diablo 3 was like not good. Yeah. Yeah, so people were like jumping on the torchlight and I played a bit of torchlight one and I thought it was pretty good. I liked, I mean, I like that you had like a dog that you could just like send back to your camp to just deliver stuff when you started getting like encumbered or something. But obviously I'd never played any Diablo games. So I don't know if there's any equivalent of that in Diablo, but that was a mechanic I liked. Um, so we all love Mario maker. What about, Mega Man Maker. Do you like Mega Man Maker? Have you heard of Mega Man Maker? No. <laughs> there apparently it's a, I just I found out about it today. But uh 
and the weird way I found out about it is that there's a new version of Mega Man Maker and it adds a whole lot of bunch of of, of creative tools. Um, so even this article, if you haven't heard of Mega Man Maker yet and lamented the loss of actual official Mega Man universe, um, you should probably download it right now. Doubly so after the 1.5 update, which adds a ton of new stuff to the game. So the focus is Mega Man 8 and 9 in the kind of like the form of the game. There's new bosses, Grenade Man, Astro Man, Tornado Man, Concrete Man. I love that name, Concrete Man. He's a, he's, a concrete. he's as solid as you think. Oh, <laughs> well, concrete's actually pretty porous. That's what makes it strong. <laughs> um. So yeah, if you like Mega Man, I guess I don't know. Maybe you're gonna start. You're gonna go download some make some make your own Mega Man Impossible Mega Man levels. I don't want it to be impossible. I want it to be possible. You want it to be possible? Concrete man. You just well. I, I want mean, my like, Mega Man levels to be porous like concrete. <laughs> I, would, I would figure you'd want it to be impossible and and just watch people try to play it and you just be like, well, I could beat this one. Just No, that's <laughs> it's the worst. I don't like watching people like suck at games. <laughs> but what if they're suffering at your hands? No. <laughs> just all the sadistic people that upload those impossible mario maker levels they're just laughing just laughing at their screens at all these people that can't beat their level that it's impossible some of these i don't even know how they upload really like even the one okay some of them like don't even do that trick where it's like there's a secret like portal door to the final um the final part of the level some of them have to beat the game in order to get there. I don't know how they do it. Don't know. So this is uh, disappointing news from Sony yet again. Uh, 6.51 firmware update is live. Still no option to change your online IDs. Womp womp. They just keep teasing us that we can properly change our names. On PSN, which luckily for me, I don't have this problem. I don't need to change mine, but I mean, I feel bad for everybody that is stuck with theirs. I mean, I don't think we weren't even doing this podcast when they first talked about that, did we? When they when they first talked about like their beta program for changing your name and how terrible it was. I thought we did. Did we? I can't even remember at this point. Like, we, like before we started this podcast, we just talked. Like, we still talked all about video games. So, like, my entire life is a blur. So, I don't know when I talk about things. I could be talking about something last week, and 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 then the next week I'll be like talk about it as as if I've never talked about it before. I'm pretty sure we did. Did we? Yeah. It just seems crazy to me that there's they've created this problem where you can't play games or you, you can't, you can't, you can't, you won't be able to play games or certain games with your PlayStation ID. If you change it, I mean, PS five is the only answer where they can just, you'll just have to do a, like an, a, a clean slate and do an account migration of some kind. Yeah. I, yeah, that's, they're going to have to go clean slate. Just start all new. 
which is kind of what they did from Xbox to Xbox 360, I believe. This old screwed up system had to improve it. Oh, apparently also at that gearbox, um, that at the gearbox thing they showed a trailer for the new game from Justin Roiland. Yeah, looks from there. It looks like Rick and Morty. <laughs> it looks exactly like it. Is it another VR game, or is they are they doing like regular ass games now? I don't really know. I couldn't tell if it was a VR game or not from what they showed. Uh, let's see. The article says says PlayStation Four and PSVR. So it looks like it'll be both. I mean, the way they say that PlayStation Four and PSVR. On May 31st. And then on PC via Steam and Epic on June 4th. So, yeah. It looks like it's probably going to be uh, both. Don't want to exclude people that don't want to pay the bajillion dollars that you need for a VR set these days. Which they are coming down in cost. So, they are becoming more accessible than where they were. But they take up a lot of space. Yeah, well... You're not going to have enough space. I think a lot of them are starting to... Take up less space. Yeah. Some of them are, are getting rid of the whole idea where you have to have, like, the sensors and stuff. You're going to need a whole room. But you you still need space, which I don't have. I don't have space for any type of VR shit right now. I'd, I'd just be crashing all over the place. It would be a bad... Bad for everybody if I had a VR in this room. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting. And they got that guys doing a lot of stuff. But I wish he would just, I wish he would do his podcast. It's a good podcast. I just re listened to that recently, just all the way from beginning to end. It took me like less than a month. I've never finished it. You never finished it? I've never finished it. Oh, God. I'm slow. You're slow. You got all that giant bomb to catch up on. I'm already caught up. Uh, like. <laughs> when you listen to four or eight hours of giant bomb a week, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of everything a week. It's a lot. Last podcast on the left. You can listen to all, all them. How long are their episodes? Like an hour. Oh, really? They keep it to an hour? Pretty close. Hour, hour and a half. Sometimes two. Some special occasions, too. Yeah, it depends on what they're covering. Um, now it's side stories all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, which those are shorter episodes. But I also listen to... Well, I listen to this cast. Because I got to make sure I know what you edited out. <laughs> um, which is usually nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I listened to a few things, though. Uh, well, I think we're getting pretty close to the end of my list here. Do you have anything else that burning a hole in your brain? I do not. <laughs> Slow news week. Um, because basically all I have left is Pokemon Go Community Day for April announced. 
So for all you Pokemon Go players that are still out there playing Pokemon Go, it's go, go, go do your Pokemon Go stuff. I actually had a guy stop me in Walmart because I had a I was wearing a shirt with one of the, like the Pokemon Go like things on it. He had like asked me questions about my shirt, and I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't play Pokemon Go. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got this shirt from my brother who made it for like. I don't know, it was like a scrap shirt and he just gave it to me. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm out there representing Pokemon Go without even intentionally doing it. I just grabbed their first shirt that I could find to wear today. Um, but then all I have after that is Elder Scrolls Blades. It's their mobile Elder Scrolls game, which I know nothing about, but some people seem to like it. You're just running around in an Elder Scrolls game on your phone. I, I saw it really broken. <laughs> I saw just, it, this was a Twitter post, but it was like, I had it on a phone and it was like super busted and not Oh working. yeah, I saw that. And then it said, like it just the works. was all fucked. Yes, yeah. yes. I saw that. It was all super fucked up. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what is even going on? I don't know what even this game is supposed it to be. It just works. But I, I thought that was pretty funny. People keep talking about Elder Scrolls Blades, Elder Scrolls Blades, and I'm, I'm just like, I, I'm the, it's the first time I'm hearing about this. It's Elder Scrolls game on your phone, and it's broken in some way. Well, I don't want to shit talk them or anything. It probably works fine. It just was. I Is found that, that one instance. I just found that post funny. It was oh, it was hilarious. I, I, I could probably pull it up right now, but that would not do well for an audio format. So I guess the game here is it focuses on small quests and uh, managing a town. So it throws you into the world, introducing you to a village that was burned down and nearly destroyed. And it's up to you to find the vill missing villagers and get people to build, move in, build shops, homes, and re basically rebuild from the ashes. Um, so you just got to save villagers, kill skeletons um collect items but there's no there's no open world in this game so it's just kind of i guess just dungeony i mean that's i don't know if you could really do a game like like full-on elder scrolls like oblivion skyrim any of that type of stuff on a phone it seems kind of difficult to do like an open world thing like you can control it with one hand <laughs> it just works it's <laughs> um like i don't know if you can do that like it, how many people sit and play games for like it hours on just, their phone when you're pooping <laughs> but like open world games open world pooping <laughs> open world pooping well, on that note, I think that's the line of the night, and we're going to end this podcast. That's right the name here. of the podcast. That's the Poopin' Games. Open World Poopin'. Open World Poopin'. All right, that's LGA signing off for this week. See you guys next week. Stay tuned for some other stuff. Bye.
everybody! Welcome everybody to the Monday Morning Podcast! I'm Bill Burr! <laughs> That's how you do it from the stage. I need to shout my jokes! I don't even have a mic! <laughs> <laughs>